So, how big is your PSU then? That's the, I that's the important I can't factor. Tell that because I'm not on the PC right now. Uh, I'm, did you I'm on the online? Mac now. Did you order it online? No, I haven't ordered shit. This is my existing PC. So, so you're going to soup that up a bit, are you? Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to give that to someone to do. No, I know. No, I'm, they're not gonna. They're not gonna charge me. Ah, oh, so they're just either. friends that said, just bring it in. I'll I'll tell you what you need to get, and I'll do it for you. Oh, okay then. You you the best thing about yours so far is your process is pretty decent. Okay. I'm, yeah, That's I'm fully really aware that it's not like the bollocks. I'm just saying. No, it's to be honest though. To be honest though, you really don't. You just need a better graphics card from what you've said. That's what I was planning on doing. Yeah. Yeah, you just need a decent graphics card. Then I'll have a PC that can run, like, you know, these stupid fucking games like fucking Pony Wank Island. And You'll, To be fair, <laughs> if you if you put a, an up, a, an upgrade your graphics card in that, you'll be able to run pretty much anything yeah. if you get a decent graphics card. Yeah. Because everything else is pretty good in it. Are we ready? Uh, Are we going to start? I think, I think we're ready. Yeah. Chinny, ready? Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. ready. We're actually going to begin with an excerpt from Hannibal Burris's new comedy special, Comedy Camisado, on Netflix now, because he talks about video games at one point. So here we go. One minute and 24 seconds. I've been trying to come up with a way for me and my friends to play Russian roulette without anybody dying. <laughs> because I feel like Russian roulette at its core is a very exciting game with extremely high stakes. So how do I bring that excitement into my life without the threat of death while maintaining the integrity of the game that the originators would have wanted? And I think I figured it out. Me and my friends go out into a field. We have a revolver, put a bullet in the chamber, spin it, and you have to pull the trigger with the gun pointed directly at your Xbox. <laughs> I feel like that's high stakes and low stakes at the same time. You get a lot of feelings from that. One, you get to take a shot at the Xbox. Two, you get to see if the Xbox works after you shoot it. Three, you get to see if the Microsoft warranty even covers a shot of Xbox. <laughs> and if they don't, you get to see if you could get a cool customer service person that says, man, we don't cover that, but y'all are crazy as hell for that shit, man. That was so wild. I really respect the gamesmanship. Thank you so much for bringing that new energy into my job and my life, because I really hate my family right now, man. So I... You guys brought a jolt. I can't even describe it. I'm going to give you these free Xboxes. But in exchange, can I please join your crew for two months probationary status? Please, man. I feel like I'd be in a good... You know what? I said too much. My apologies, son. It's unprofessional. Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, all the fellas will tell you about every single game that they're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chinese game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite savior. After a hard day killing zombies, I kick back and listen to the Veteran Gamers podcast. It's the Veteran Gamers. It's the Veteran Gamers. My wife! Yeah, boy! Pork chop sandwiches! Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Hey, what's up? Hello, and welcome to episode 317 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 317, and we're coming at you all clean and pristine. You know what I mean? I'm Duke. I'm Stu. Let's not cause a scene here. My name's Mike. Oh, very good. I oh, like it. That was oh, good. I, got, I don't know what to hit. <laughs> yes. He even did some rhyming stuff and everything. That wasn't the usual routine. 
I know. I know. Oh, there you go again. I'll tell you what. Um, no more rhyme. Duke, I mean it. Uh, Duke, I've, I've got a I've pain got in my spleen. You, <laughs> you got to get that sorted. Uh, Duke, yeah, Duke, I've got to talk to you. Okay, let's talk. Um, we finished Making a Murderer this week. Finished yeah, the, watching it. The, um, we Netflix, didn't make an, a murderer. The Netflix special about the guy Stephen Avery in Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, here's the thing. Don't get arrested in Manitowoc County. Well, you know, that, people up there say that they didn't really tell the full story on that Netflix special, and you have to research it for yourself to find out what was left out. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But Yeah. I, I think that the, the thing is this. You know, they, they probably did leave some stuff out, you know, to make it more thrilling and cool and stuff. Right. But no matter which way you look at it, some dodgy shit went down oh no doubt i mean the american criminal justice system has some really (laughs) serious problems there's no doubt about it i mean you know you listen to the podcast serial and you get that you look at the you know story of the dude in new york who got arrested for supposedly stealing a backpack and then he was sent to rikers island for like three years with no trial and then he committed suicide and i mean there's all sorts of crazy stuff that goes was the backpack it was a nice backpack i mean was it a nice yeah but no, he's, he maintained his innocence up until the end. Like, you know, he wanted a trial. And they said, okay, you'll sit on Rikers Island and rot for years. Like, the American criminal justice system is just messed up as a whole. And I don't, I'm curious to see how well this show talks about the system in general instead of just like, well, these DAs or these specific individuals screwed up. Which they may have, and, you know, individuals do, and, and that's not okay. But I'm interested in systemic reform myself. Yeah, it's definitely worth watching. Anyway, it is. Um, well, I will. It, we 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 like all the time we were watching it. We was like, you couldn't write it, you okay. know. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's hard to believe what went down if it's if it went down as it's sort of portrayed in the yep. program, I guess. Well, yeah, very good. Well worth watching if you want to watch something interesting. We kind of binge watched it in about five episodes at a time. Yeah, they they put Mad Men, the last part of Mad Men up on Netflix recently. So we just started into that. We just want to get done with it. To be honest, I'm not even bothered about it anymore, but I'm just curious to see how they finish it off. And, you know, the characters are interesting, I guess, but whatever. Yeah, so give it a watch anyway. I'll be interested on your uh, your view on it yes. when you see it. Oh, I'll give you my view. Don't worry. Yeah. Known for biting my tongue. Do you know what's kind of funny as well, though? Because Wisconsin... <laughs> about the guy who went to prison wrong. No. Wisconsin, when you describe it, I always imagine it to be quite rural. Well, most of it is. And some of it is, but like when you watch this, it's, there's like, you know, big cities and stuff as well. I was like, eh, it's more well, built up than I imagined. Milwaukee and Madison and Green Bay are the biggest. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Uh, Chini, have you got anything to share this week? Anything happened to you this week? Um, anything new? I'm kind of addicted to something. Uh-oh. Meth? <laughs> yeah, crack. It's as, just as bad as. <laughs> Heroin? No. Speed? No. No. Uh, acid tabs? No. Magic mushrooms? Stop, stop thinking of things that you consume. <laughs> oh, something that I you don't consume. Rift. <laughs> Stop thinking VR of things phone. that you consume. <laughs> VR Love, dreams. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, infatuation. Spreading peanut butter on your head. Think of something <laughs> that you would mo- most likely do in a casino. Oh my god. Spit on um buffet. 
not not do anything because they'll just take all your money off you. Blackjack? You could win, though. Well, you could, you could always blackjack? win. No, not blackjack, no. Slots? Poker? No. Um, uh, uh, roulette? Poker? Roulette? Traps? Somebody said Traps. it. Somebody said it then. Well, what is it? What? what? Roulette? No. Slots, blackjack? Traps? Poker. Poker. There we Poker. go. Poker. So, please tell me this is rounders. just... Yeah, I was going to say, please tell me this is just virtual poker and not, like, the real thing. I've only had to remortgage the house once. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God, will everybody get off my back? Um, <laughs> no, we had, we had a, uh, a poker night. Oh, no. With the lads. Oh, the oh, lads. And so did you did you play for real money and have we, pretend they, chips well, and all? Yeah, you, you put like a fiver in the pot and then you buy your chips and then you play until you run out of chips type of thing. And yep. um, so this was on Friday. So all week, I mean, I, I can play poker, but I sort of forgot how to play it a little bit. So I uh, was practicing all um, week. You want to have the most cards. That's how you win. Whoever has the yeah. cards wins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like chase the ace. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I, um, I, I downloaded a poker. It's by Zinger, actually. It's a poker game on the iPhone and uh, yeah. I mean I could I could be playing it now I mean I'm not because I'm professional <laughs> you are which means you are yeah yeah and ace oh, nine well, then I get nothing on the fucking flop full attention imagine if I was grading papers right now I know I know <laughs> attention listeners I'm grading papers right now let me ask you this though let me ask you this are you playing against other people or is it just against the computer no I'm playing against real people yeah. Uh, no, it's fake money. Yeah, but then does it have microtransactions to add some extra cash if you? Yeah, need? but it's all fake. Like, yeah, it's all fake apart from the stuff you have to buy, yeah. which is still fake. Yeah, but you have to buy it with real. I realize I realize I'm on a slippery slope. Uh, yeah. However, that's not a good time to play poker if you're sliding down some kind of slope. Yeah, no, no. you can't concentrate. But like, people, but slides are fun. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Well, unless you're playing poker at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's the most fun. I'll bet you the next slide. Yeah, exactly. Um, so have you have you been looking at these online poker sites now? Are you sort of, you know, considering taking the leap to real money? To real money. I've thought about it. Oh, you see, I knew it. Oh, oh man. Uh, I thought about oh, yeah. just putting down like 100 quid <gasps> and then just no, going, no. I've spent that 100 quid. starts, man. Yeah, that's how it starts. Don't do it, man. And then I'll pawn all of the uh, items we have in the house. <laughs> Not tell Tara anything no. and just see if she notices. Mike, why are you selling the car? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. I just wanted to and get rid of it. Just, you know what? Cars are nasty things. We don't need yeah. them. Polluting the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. King 8, come oh, on. Um, so, yeah, I've been, I've been addicted to poker. All week. I came second in the, the poker thing on the poker nice. night. So I did walk away with money. When you have that wow. urge to start putting real money into this hobby of yours, Chinny. Yeah. As my advice from me and Nikki, who went to Hollywood. <laughs> Do you know, Chinny? I I wouldn't have thought you were like the sort of person that had an addictive personality. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, I should have an addictive personality. He's got to have one vice. He said he's... Well, I guess. See, I just, I just went all in. More? Uh, and 
on a two pair and won 30 grand. Yeah. yeah. What was the two pair? Yeah, there was, was a king pair? and an eight. Ooh, take that, people who didn't have yeah. that. I'll come off it now because uh, I can't think of anything else to do. Right, yeah, I'm off that. So All yeah, right. I've been um, I've been talking about. Uh... <laughs> Hardly Dan will give you fifty pounds for your Xbox when you need it. Yeah, yeah. If you need, when you need cash, man, <laughs> because because there's always that you can you can always win it all back. Yeah, I'll win it all back, Dan. Everything you lose, I'll buy my you can Xbox back, back when I get the money. I'll give yeah, you sixty dollars yeah. for it. Oh, bidding war. Oh. oh, and then there's always some dodgy loan shark who'll give it to you the money that is, and if you don't pay up, he'll break your kneecaps. Yeah. Is that- but you know what? Yeah, Having broken fun. kneecaps isn't that bad. Probably. No, we'll be fine. Let's, it's worth it. Worth overrated. Yeah, really. Yeah. Especially if you win all the money back. Yeah. yeah. Don't, Do you know? Actually, this is your first time listening. First of all, we broadcast live every weekend. Uh, we do. Sundays <laughs> we do. at 9 p.m. UK time, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the U.S. We're on twitch.com, uh, twitch.tv slash veteran gamers, all one word. And uh, yeah, we, uh, we, 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 we will be talking about video games soon. Don't worry. Actually, that's a point. Hardly Dan has just pointed out that $60 is actually less than £50. Pounds. Oh, man, I meant to say 50, 60 pounds. Oh, uh, you see? Uh, I don't know, math. Dang it. That's uh, why but, I was never a good loan shark. But yeah, I'll we, lend you $100, and then a week later, I'm like, where's my $80? And the person's like, uh, we, I'm like, yeah, you better have my money. He's like, this guy's an idiot. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm we bloody. went on a holiday a few years back where there was a casino in the hotel. Oh, yeah. And we got friendly with a, a few people, there, as you do on holiday when you do that socializing thing. And there was a Scottish lad who, when they, they did like a free casino night where they gave you like $20 worth, because it was like in Dominican Republic somewhere, so it was like 20 Dominican dollars you got for free, so you could have a go. And he went, and I reckon he'd probably gambled before, but... He ended up going there every day because he kept losing money and he kept going to try and get it back. And by the end of the week, he'd lost about eight or nine hundred pounds just in a week. So there's a, yeah, there's a story for you, Chinny. Just don't do it. <laughs> not worth it, man. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever. whatever. That's not going to happen to Chinny because Chinny's smart. Yeah, Chinny's smart. He wouldn't do that. People going to the casinos, um, they don't know what they're doing. Chinny does. Yeah. yeah, he knows how to game the gamers. Yeah. If I lose, they just they just don't know what hands I've got yet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we should talk about video games. Yeah, well, poker's a game. Poker's a game, and it is a video game. Uh, but, uh, game to, to be fair, when you're playing poker with your friends and you pay like a fiver, that's fun. You know what I mean? That's, that's cool. Um, yeah. I don't think I'll get any more than that. Yeah, it's fine if it's only cost you a fine. Yeah, because you just sort of... Because the problem is with paying for no money is people just get silly. Do you know what I mean? People just yes. go all in, whatever, and they scare the pots, they bully the pot. So, yeah. Um, See, he even knows the terminology. Um, I don't think that's the terminology. Very, I'm just made it up. Yeah, he's just making stuff making up stuff now. Up. Yeah, so, you know. Bully the pot. They just bully the pot. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Anyway, Duke, have you been bullying any computer games this week? I have. Are we starting with me? Yes, well, we might. What's the game playing? What's the game playing? What's the game playing? So, I put up my review of That Dragon Cancer uh, last week, and I got a message on there 
from the dude who developed it named Ryan. And he was like, hey, I'm sorry that you found the controls frustrating. Will you private message me with details? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Uh, I couldn't figure out a way to do it without adding him as a friend. So I I added a friend request. I I don't think he's responded to it. Um, So whatever. I mean, I just thought it was really cool. Oh, wait. No, he did respond to it, I guess. Now I have to actually contact him. So anyway, um, I just thought that was cool. So that is cool. Yeah. So that I'm gonna cool. ask him if I could do an interview too, because that would be super awesome. Uh, that would be. Yeah. So I don't know. I just want to share that. That's pretty nifty. And it goes to show you, people, you never know who's reading your stuff. I've put book reviews online before and been like, "Ah, this book sucks. This person's an idiot." And then they found it and they like wrote a note, like, "I'm sorry, I didn't like it. Here's what I was trying to do." And I was like, "Oh my god, people actually read what I write sometimes." So just goes to show you, you know, be nice, people, because. The person assume that the person who made the thing is going to read your review, and in that case, maybe you should choose some slightly different wording so you're not being a total asshole. Yeah. Get away, people don't care about our stuff. Saying though, that's why yeah, David Cage doesn't ever do an interview with us. You never. Know that's if you're right. reflecting. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So what have I been playing? I played some Call of Duty. I've been again. Uh, trying to play in a way that you know what? Here's what I realized about Call of Duty. You know all that advice I'm always dishing out about when you're playing a tough game like Super Meat Boy or Mushroom Eleven or whatever. You finish a level and then when you're feeling good, you stop. I need to do that with Call of Duty. So if I go in and have a really good round, I need to stop playing at that moment because then it's like, yes, I feel good, I'm positive, and I can go on and do other things in a positive way. If I keep playing after that, I might be mad. What's well, matter? Too loud for you, Duchess? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what do you mean? I'm gonna talk. What's this? What's this? Might be mad thing. Yeah, I know, right? And then like you're gonna be definitely mad. And then it's like you know, for the next like half hour, I'll be like foul mood, and it's so stupid because you know it carries over in my imagination. Like ah, this is so much like my life. I'm so frustrated with everything that's going on, and blah blah blah. And it's just stupid. So it's important to just take things less seriously. Um, played a little Dota. Played a little Rust. Played a little Itchy. The puzzle game with the bouncing ball in it. Oh, yes. I was trying to think what that was for a second then. Played a little more Metal Gear Solid 5. I did the quest, which has the enormous robot thing in it. I guess yeah, it's oh, yeah. gear or whatever. God. Dude, and how, how was that? Brutal. <laughs> oh, my God. Like three times. The, I got the, you know, you're rescuing this prisoner. And I got him out. And I'm, you know, about to put him in the helicopter. And it. <laughs> And it, like, you know, just destroys me while I'm getting into the helicopter. I'm like, if you were able to hit that button, it should go to a cutscene. You load him in, you fly away, you're good. But no, you got to shoot him with the minigun mounted on the chopper. And you know what? I'll tell you this. When I did finally shoot it up with the minigun, that was such a good feeling. I was like, yeah, take that, you stupid big robot killing me over and over again. So yeah, I, I don't think I've got that far, you know. Really? Yeah. I thought you said you were near the end. I'm like, I'm only. No, I was nowhere near the oh. end. Well, all right, I'm beating Stu. Sweet. You are beating me in that game. Take I'm that probably... guy. <laughs> I played it for quite a long time, but I don't think I'm near the end. Well, that's the thing is you go yeah. to those. I mean, here's the other thing, man. They got that. <sighs> I wish Assassin's Creed had never introduced the whole like send some of your you know soldiers on a mission to get things because now every game's got them. And it's like, oh, there's all these new things you can send your soldiers out to do. And I'm like, I don't want to – I don't care about that. And I know I don't have to do it, but it's just – that bugs me that it's like flashing light on the menu 
And it's like, you're supposed to go send your soldiers out to get more things. It's like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. I mean, every open world game pretty much has that. Apart from The Witcher 3 doesn't have that. No, I'm just saying it's dumb. I mean, even, to be fair, even Fallout 4 has that other fashion. What? Because you've got to open those supply lines and all that malarkey, yeah, haven't you? you know, once to. you do it, it's done. You don't have to keep being like, okay, now do this, now do that. I mean, you can do that, but oh, whatever. Anyway. We've got a question okay. in the Twitch chat. Oh, yeah, um, it might might take a while to answer this one. Uh, what games do you like? Which was asked by Hunt the Destroyer. Glad you asked that, Hunt the Destroyer. It all began when I was a child, and my dad <laughs> used to let us play Lemon Stand on his Apple II. Yeah, pong. <laughs> anyway, um, we hate games. Go away, Hunt. So it's not very nice. Don't, He's don't a new listen, person. That's not very him, nice. Hunt. Yeah, just ignore him. On. He's yeah. just rude most of the time. Steam sale. Yeah, Steam sale. Yes, it's exciting. And it I is kind of... What? It's kind of exciting, isn't it? It's not really that exciting anymore. Well, it's it? exciting because I'm going to be able to get some games that I've been thinking about getting. So Black Flag is ten, like $8. Uh, Far Cry 4 is 20 And... I know, Far Cry 4, I was saying to Chini earlier, I was, I was very tempted, but then I went, do you know what? I just don't have time to play this game. I'm not going to buy it. Right. That's the thing is that – and I was like, you know what? And here's what I'm thinking now. I'm like, you know what? Okay, look. I'm going to see how I feel on the last day of the sale. And if I feel like I'm going to – I mean because you, know, you don't have to play it right away. Like I don't know when I'm – I'm going I'm to try to finish Grand, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five before I play um, Far Cry 4. So – but – you know, if I buy it for 20 bucks now, then when I want to play it in a month or whatever, it'll be ready. It'll be waiting for me. You know what I mean? Like, it'll just be there. I know. I know. But then there's, there's always – you see, you're not too bad because you don't really buy new games, do yeah, you? Exactly. Let's be honest. Here. Exactly. Whereas me, there'll be another new game to play. So that's the reason I won't be buying What's it. coming up? Nothing. That's what. There's loads of stuff coming up. There's no video games coming out, you. Yeah. There's lots of there's always video games Name now. Do one you know video game. So you can't do uh, Uncharted Four. Name two That's not video far games. Away. <laughs> this is great. There video. is something. There's something coming out next week. Actually, Unravel's not that far away. What? Unravel. Oh yeah, I'll get that eventually. Anyway, so See, there's stuff coming out all the time. I realized that my wish list was filled with a bunch of stuff I don't really care about. Like I had, I don't know. There was a period of time when I was just like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. I'll put it on my wish list. And then I realized, that's stupid. I should not be doing that. What is wrong with me? So I put a bunch of stuff off my wish list, and I added some things to it. Because, okay. like I said, Black Flag's only 8 bucks, and um, Far Cry 4 is cheap, and whatever. Anyway, so, but I realized the Talos Principle has been on my wish list for a long time, and it was like 10 bucks. So I was like, oh, yes, I should play that. So I bought that, and I've been playing it. I'm going to talk about it in just a second. The other thing I've been playing was uh, – so I played these games a while ago. There's a demo for a game called Salt, and I've had The Long Dark for a long time. And both of these games are you're in the middle of nowhere. you got no resources. you got to run around gathering stuff and try to stay alive. Salt is based around a bunch of different islands, and it's cartoony. The Long Dark is cel-shaded. It's less cartoony, but it's still kind of cartoony. But The Long Dark – when I played it last was mostly based – it was like DayZ. You got to run around and just hope to find things. And meanwhile, you're freezing to death and you're hungry and there's wolves. And Salt is just like 
use a little bit of crafting, but instead of chopping down trees, you just wander around and find logs on the ground. And I'm just like, that's just dumb. I want to chop trees. And it's so stupid how important that difference is to me, but it is. So anyway, I tried... So you want trees to actually fall down. Well, I don't really care about that so much because Rust doesn't have that, but you should have to bash the tree. Anyway, so I played the salt demo because people were like, oh, it's changed so much recently. And I played the salt demo again, uh, the new salt demo, and it's better, but it's still basically the same game, and it's not that great. So I was like, get away, salt. And then I was talking to somebody, and I don't remember who, apologies if you're listening, and you you were the one who told me that... Long Dark has a lot of crafting now because I said that in the Long Dark it felt like more like DayZ and that you don't have so much control over your destiny. You have to run around and hope to find things, and I don't like that. I want to craft stuff. And this person was like, no, no, no there's lots of crafting now. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. But there's not. That person lied to me. I mean you can – you know, you put together like 10 different things, and you can make a new thing. You get some you know, whatever, twigs, and you can make a tinder plug to start a fire. That's not crafting. Come on. I'm talking about like you should be able to make a hatchet and then you could cut down some trees and you get some wood for a fire that way. Because that just makes sense. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't work like you that. Wanna make you want to make weapons and stuff. You got to find orange soda. So anyway, uh, on to the Talos principle. So I went back to Rust because Rust is the gold standard for crafting survival games. It just is. It's magnificent. There's one you called know? Novus Inceptio, which is apparently like if Rust were like five times more complicated, so that instead of that just getting so appealing to me. <laughs> yeah, it does. Who wouldn't want to play that game? <laughs> and Worm Unlimited is another one I was looking at. I mean, because like, it's so uh, simple to begin with. Well, that's the thing. These two games, Worm Unlimited and um, Rusto Inceptio or whatever it's called, uh, <clears throat> they... There, there, there's like a hundred skills, and you know when you gather stuff, your skill goes up a little bit. When you pick, you know, twigs off a tree, your skill goes up a little bit, and you have to do like a bunch of steps on the way. Whereas with Rust, you bash a tree with a rock a little bit, you'll get enough wood. You can bash a rock with a rock, and you'll get some stones. You put them together, you have a hatchet, you can get more wood, etc. But these games are like, you know, you have to develop those skills before you can really get those tools and whatnot. So, whatever. Anyway. I just want to make sure, Chinny, you pause the Talus Principle. Oh, no, your video is just stuck. Okay, anyway. Um, okay, so moving on. So I went back to Rust, played some Rust. It's awesome. There's some modded servers. There's one that's PvE during the week and then PvP on the weekends, which I thought, ooh, that's cool because then I can build and not feel stressed. But then occasionally, you know, you have a reason to go out and use those weapons that you get. Anyway, whatever. I have stories about Rust I could tell, but I know nobody wants to hear them, so I'm going to move on. The Talus Principle. Okay, the sense I get is that the Talus Principle was a year ago what The Witness is now. In other words, it's a game that's like $40, and everybody's talking about it. It's like, oh my god, it's the most amazing puzzle thing ever. And I waited a year to get it, and now I'm glad I waited because it's a good game. It's a very good game. It's very well polished. It's very well done. But at its core, again, like it's a puzzle game. And, and it's a puzzle game kind of like... Um, portal in many ways except without the portals so that a lot of what you're doing is okay you know in the one that we're looking at on the screen you know there's probably these guardians that move around these little floating spheres of death and you have to make sure you don't get hit by them and you have to use these jammers and basically use tools to solve a puzzle to get these puzzle pieces they're like tetronomos they're for like you know they look like the pieces in tetris and you have to, you know, use them to open doors, and then you open other doors, and then you can open other doors. And yeah, you see, I bought this 
And I played the demo and really enjoyed the demo. Yeah. And then I've never played the full game. That's I've not never like played you, I know, it's installed in everything. Straight I actually, to the end. Yeah, you're usually sort of a very a committed it. person when it comes to video games. Yeah. I know. I finished I know. The Witcher. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no. So. Well, I did. <laughs> so the Tower's Principle is. I've never finished Fallout 4, so get lost. Right. The Tower's Principle is very, very good. It's a very well made game. Um. It, there are some things about it that are frustrating. I've had to look at a couple of walkthroughs because I was just like, I have no idea how to solve this puzzle. And one time when I looked at the walkthrough, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I, for, I didn't figure that out myself. But another time I was like, uh, I probably should have figured that out. But they, it's, it felt like it was designed, the, the, the room of the, I mean, as you can tell, these puzzles all take place in these like, you know, if they look like Roman ruins. And so there's basically like a room for each level. It's a lot like Portal in that sense that you're going through this series of like test chambers or whatever. Um, and there's some very interesting philosophical stuff around it, you know. So it's like, can a machine have a consciousness? Can you know? Can robots be people? Basically, that same no. question I said was no. so fall for. No. Why not? Because they can't. Because they're just machines. <laughs> That's circular logic. The end. The end. That that, that <laughs> would be boring if that's the end of it. Like when you get to the end, it's like the answer is no. Goodbye. No. <laughs> Credits roll. So anyway, um, yeah, and it's all it's also based. So it's based on a lot of exploring. And so the one puzzle that I couldn't figure out, I thought I had figured out part of it, and like, oh, I can get out of the room this way, and then I clearly need to bring this tool with me around the barrier or whatever. That wasn't what you needed to do at all. So I was like, why did they build it like that? Gah. Gah. So whatever. I mean, it's good. I'm going to stick with it. The problem I had at first was like when you go in, okay, there's certain doors that you can go into and it'll be like the following puzzle pieces are beyond this door. And you you know, it's cool because once you get the puzzle piece, it'll cross it off on the sign. So you can constantly check and see like, okay, I have this puzzle piece. I don't have that puzzle piece. You don't have to keep track of it yourself, which is nice. But then on the signs, there will be a little star. And I was like, ooh, what's that? That must mean there's like an extra little thing in here. So I'm going to wander around trying to find this star. And then once you do, you have to figure out how to get to it. And I, was, I, I did one and I was like, oh, my God, that took forever and I don't care and who, whatever. So it's just like that's the mistake I made was I was looking for the stars and not just being satisfied to find the puzzle pieces. So now I'm just like, whatever. I just want to get done with the story. I'm not going to drive myself crazy doing these extra puzzles that are frustrating. Um, so whatever. So it's, is it is a, is a quite a big story with you then? It's, it's that thing of, oh, it's, it's left behind. Like you have a – there's a kind of like voice in the clouds coming at you. And it's, you know, it's about questions. He calls himself Elohim, and it's questions about divinity and, you know, all this. And it's going to, I don't know, whatever. We'll see how it turns out. I think it's going to be. This game looks like, you know, when you go on holiday and you visit some sort of attraction and you walk around and there's old things around and you look at them and then you leave and immediately forget everything. (laughs) Yes. That looks like this game, the Talus Principle. Well... It is kind of like that, except yeah, that it is different. There's different all, all it needs is a coach pulling up at the side with lots of old people yeah. getting off. Well, there's different worlds, and there's you know there's temples and stuff. I mean, there's more to it than just what you saw on that one level. But mind you, that's that's still a tourist attraction. Temples, people go to them. Is there anything I can say that would stop this line of discussion? Are there, 
Are there any bad people it, in the video is, it, game? is there a souvenir stall? The only thing, the only bad guys, quote unquote, are the floating spheres of death. That if you get yeah. too close to them, they will kill you. Is that their official yeah. name? The sl- yeah. spheres of death. That's what they're called. That's right. So you have to kind of hug the wall at certain times and like sprint around and stuff. I mean, the the game mechanics are very fluid. Like it feels good. Um, I just think that you know that. I wish it were a little more straightforward, and I wish that it didn't take itself quite so seriously. But that wait a said, minute! Whoa, 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 whoa! You're so let, let's get so you've got a complex puzzle game that you want to be more straightforward. Well, I think that there are like five levels of complexity in your average puzzle for this game, and I wish there were four. In other words, I, f- I in, on a number of occasions I was like, yes, I figured it out, I got it, and I do the stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not the solution. I have to figure out how to do it with one less of these little, you know jammer boxes than i thought or whatever so you have to you know you have to think a little more creatively every time are you interested in the witness duke i am but yeah. to be honest i don't i don't know whether you like it you know well here's the thing i was talking to a guy last night my friend who's dating uh my teacher friend and he goes He's he's talking about he play, he's been playing the witness, but he's sick of it because he keeps feeling like he's bashing his head against the puzzle for like twenty minutes and it's not fun. And I know what that's like because you know sometimes that happens in hex cells or it happened in this game, the Talos Principle. And like again, I do want to play it. I'm sure I will eventually. You know, I, I am enjoying the Talos Principle. Let me make it clear. Like it's a well-made game and I'm actually enjoying it. And it is satisfying when you finally figure it out. And I'm trying to do it by myself without looking at walkthroughs. But there comes a point when. You know, look, if I'm exhausted from a long day at school, I do not want to come home and, like, stare at an agonizing puzzle and just be like, I can't figure it out. That's not my idea of relaxing. So I will play The Witness, but I'm probably going to wait for it to go on sale in, like, six months or a year. Yeah, to be honest with you, I've not gone back to The Witness this See? week because... See? No, the only reason being, no, the I'm only reason being... Being, It's not fun and it's annoying, but... <laughs> no. It's great. No. The only reason being is that I want to finish uh, Tomb Raider, and I want to get finished on Syndicate as well. So I'm concentrating on those two games at the moment to get those boxed off, and then I'm going to go back to The Witness and um, Are you dedicate trying to bump more up time your list to of games you finished in the years. I am trying to, and I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm not too far. I still well. The end. Does Fallout Four came for me because I started it last year, but I finished it this year. Does that count? Yeah, yeah. Have you any games you finished this year count? I guess. I'm add that on my uh, list. Yeah, add it on your list, man. Stick it on the list. I will. Yeah, it doesn't matter when you started it, really. It's if you finish it this year. Okay. So that counts. That counts. So, and you still probably so have to put up quite Walking a good Dead number season of hours. Two is, I can say Walking Dead Season 2 is my game of the year for this year. <laughs> you could well say that <laughs> if that's what you, you enjoyed the most, I guess, because you played it this year. That's right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm getting those two finished, and then I'm going to go back and play The Witness. So... Yeah, I like the witness though. It's, it's. I think the difference between the witness and the Talos principle is that the witness is kind of more logic puzzles so far. Well, but you've no, just got to work out. The difference is that you haven't played the Talos principle except for like a ten minute demo. I, no, it was it was a bit longer than that. It's about five levels you get in the demo. Okay. So it's a little bit longer. Well, I don't understand that. how that's not logic puzzles. Um, I guess no. And uh, I guess you're right, but it's different because in Talos Principle, you're manipulating the space you're in, aren't you? You're, yeah. you're changing stuff in the space. Whereas in The Witness, you're, you're not doing that at all, really. It's all 
on single maze-like boards everywhere. Gotcha. So even though you're walking around this huge environment, you I mean, some of them you are doing stuff in the environment, but the vast majority play out on these mazes, but each maze has its own subset of rules. Well, that's the other thing, is the dude I was talking to last night, he, he was telling me about one of the puzzles, and he, like, I guess he had to look it up or something, or he finally figured it out. And he was just like, he was describing it to me. I was like, that sounds like the dumbest goddamn puzzle in the world. <laughs> Maybe some of that. But there's over 650, so not every one of them is going to go, right. oh, some wow, that was great. impressive. Some of them are dog shit. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get some of that maybe. But if you're thinking of that many variations, and well, you know, some of them aren't. Maybe that many variations of the same thing. Maybe they should come up with different kinds of puzzles so you don't have that kind of bashing your head against the wall thing. And given that it's Jonathan Blow who had that <laughs> pompous walkthrough, you don't need you can figure it out. No, I can't. Because I tried Braid twice, and I just gave up halfway through both times because it's well, worth my time. It's quite funny. I'm though. worried that this is going to be the same sort of thing. Because somebody who was one of the sites that was doing a review for it got stuck on the witness. And they sent a, an email to the PR team from Jonathan Blow. And then they came back and said, we have been given strict instructions that no help can be given to any reviewers or something like that they came back with. So what uh, the review uh, to say? I got stuck. It was frustrating. I hate it. You suck. I guess. I got Jonathan Blow gave strict instructions I mean, that no one was to get any, any actual help. Don't get me wrong. I don't think that, you know, you deserve help just because you're having trouble with it because it's a review game. But, you know, I, I wouldn't. I would want people to be able to explore the whole game and not just get hung up on one thing if you have a deadline and you need to finish a game in three days or whatever. Yeah, but then no one's going to finish The Witness in three days, I wouldn't have thought. Well, yeah. Anyway, so that's it. That's what I've been playing. Very good. Very good. Uh, well, I will go next. I have been hey. playing more Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah. Uh I'm getting towards the end. I've just had a, a quite major thing happen in the game. So uh, I have actually been... I've got to the point in the game where I'm actually going to have a look to see how far off the end I am. And I'm in the middle of uh, sequence seven. I'm in. And it, it goes up to nine. So I've only got three more sort of sequences to go. So I'm not too far from the end, I don't think. Uh, and one of them hasn't got as many parts either. You know when they sort of shorten the the number of, of parts within a sequence? Uh, that seems to have happened as well. Are you still enjoying uh, it? I am still enjoying it, you know. I hate to say it, I do. Why? But I don't know, because I feel like recent Assassin's Creed games, I haven't really been that struck so? on, so I feel like what I shouldn't that? like it. From, I know, I know, not, I know. You're into a, a game in a fucking series when you don't like the other games in the other series. I know, Stop being I know. a cock-end. I am, but here's the thing. Um, do you know that? Do you know the demo level that we did at, at sort of EGX this year? Yeah. Or last year now, I guess. Uh, that is really late in the game. Yeah. I've literally only just done that level, and I'm about sort of fifteen to twenty hours in. That is a long way into the game. That level. Mm. Uh, it was quite cool actually, and I, I did enjoy it, but it. It's getting quite easy to play now because I've got quite a lot. Of, I'm quite well leveled up. So both Get characters you, really well. I know, I know. Quite well leveled up. So in some respects, I feel slightly overpowered. Mm. Um, and it's quite funny because I've been playing, obviously, a lot of Tomb Raider as well. And Tomb Raider has got to a stage now where there's quite a lot of stealth going on. Which is a bit unlike Tomb Raider. 
Well, and she doesn't want to be seen. I know, but it's it's added in this sort of layer, similar to Black Flag, you know, where you can sort of go in the undergrowth and stuff and then do, like, stealth kills. Yeah, when, when you're, like, four foot away from them, they go, huh? Yeah, exactly. Where did it go? It, it, it works really well, but it just doesn't quite work as a stealth game. Whereas in, like, Assassin's Creed, you can whistle and stuff, right? So, yeah, so if someone's like, you can draw in them towards... In case you didn't know what a whistle sound. Yeah, you can draw them towards you and then you can kill them. In sort of Metal Gear Solid, for instance, you can throw rocks and stuff to, to draw people away or attract attention. In this, you can pick up bottles and do that, but it doesn't seem to work quite as well. And, for instance, you could blow somebody up at one side of the area you're in and be, like, in a shed hiding, but the AI automatically knows where you are. So every single AI character in that area converges on your location. So it's it's not got the strong enough stealth mechanics to back up the premise of what it's getting you to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, good stealth. Like, the, you know, Metal Gear Solid Five, I think, has really good stealth in that, you know, it's not realistic, but you pop up, kill some people, and then go down. I just did a mission where you're like, there's like a series of, I don't know what you'd call them. They're not really tunnels. I mean, they are tunnels, but it's just big enough for a person to slide around underneath this base. And, you know, I'd pop up, kill a person, then go down the tunnel and sneak around to the other side, then pop up, kill another And they're like, where is he? Where is he? Like, really? But but that's fun to play that way. Because, yeah. You know, you can do it. See, see, the difference with Rise of the Tomb Raider, there's like an area where I'm in at the moment, which is almost... It's almost all stealth. So to get through this level, you've got to be really stealthy because as soon as you get spotted, like, ten guards ooh, are ooh, on your ooh, ass. Ooh, I've got a question what, what, for you. What, 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 let's discuss. Ooh, and also people oh, in the stream... Monkey noises. Can, people can, in the stream can take part. What game handles stealth the best? What is the best stealth game? Metal Gear Solid Five. No, I wouldn't agree with that. Okay, well, um, better. Nice hat. I, yeah, I was going to say. Uh, well, what do you think first, Gene? What's I think um, post-question. Batman. I think the very first Batman. Sort yeah, of, I thought yeah, that yeah. good job of it. Because I think because it was more confined spaces yeah. rather than big open city areas, you could kind of go around and just pick people off, mm, couldn't you? Mm, mm, mm. Um, mm. I'm trying to think what some of my other sort of favourite... Um, I don't know. Probably, I would have said, one of the Tom Clancy games. You know what I think is a very good stealth game? What's that? Mark of the Ninja. Yeah, that is yes. a stealth game. Could you, do you think you could pull that off well in 3D? No. Yeah. yeah, no, I think so. But like the thing with Mark of the Ninja that I love so much is whereas you know he's Splinter Cell and and things like that, that the the line of being seen and not seen is is blurred. Yeah. Whereas in Mark of the Ninja, yeah. you literally see the line right. of where if you cross it, you'll be seen, and you can see all the footsteps. You know that little circle they give you to indicate sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, Hardly Dan said Thief 2 The Metal Age, which was a fantastic game. Uh, Thief, 
one was a good game, but FIFA two was the like, you know, the the game where they it was the Assassin's Creed two to the Assassin's Creed where they took all the mechanics and made something really really good. See, for me, I think the most fun stealth game I've ever played was probably uh, Splinter Cell Conviction. Yeah, and, and I think that was when they first you know when they first introduced the mark and execute thing. Mm. And that just worked so well, and it was tons of fun when you pulled it oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, very satisfying. Goals. And it wasn't, and I think the other thing which was great about Conviction was it was quite accessible for people who weren't really into stealth games. Yeah, I, I think they, they solved the problem in Splinter Cell Conviction of, yeah, that whole thing of getting seen, and then you have to restart, which was the big problem with stealth games. Yeah. And I think they solved that. Um but the last Spring to Cell, which was good, but it felt more of an action game than a stealth game. Yeah, you see, and this was this is the other trouble with Rise of the Tomb Raider, because on the stealth sections, the getting seen thing just doesn't work very well. Whereas in, like, you know, even Assassin's Creed Syndicate, you have a meter that slowly fills up as they sort of spot you. Stu, I'm just going to mute, because I don't want you to hear me eating, okay? So just, that'd be really, okay. that'd be really embarrassing, okay? Okay. Um... <laughs> so funny it's very funny um but yeah in <laughs> yeah in most stealth games it's like you know in metal gear solid 5 in, in, in all in all of those games oh you know, as you're getting spotted as you're getting spotted in in Rise of the Tomb Raider, it's got stealth sections where you literally come out of cover for a second and you're literally spotted straight away. And then everybody's on your ass. And it's frustrating when you have to keep doing the same the same section over and over because you keep getting seen. See, I, I like the idea. start doing the same thing over and over again. I'm just like, nope. I know. I know. But I kind of like the, the idea of it. the person that finished Super Meat Boy. Exactly. Yeah, but you know what? That's so fast. It's so quick and so, you know, you and you. And here's the thing. Let me ask you this question, Stu. Do you feel when you have to do it over and over again, can you feel like I know I'm going to be able to do it? Yes, that was what I was just going to come to. I'm I'm so each time I get sort of spotted or killed, I've got a bit further and I've worked out because they are on very set patterns. Yeah, that's a good thing. And you know what? I realized, sorry, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five does that thing of like. You know, first of all, I got the dog, which is very nice because then he spots all the enemies for you. You don't have to sit and spot them for you. And I, I, I did half a mission, and then I got killed, and I was like, "Damn it, I got to start all over." But then I realized, you know what? I don't because a, the enemies that you tagged are still tagged, and b, I know where the you know prisoner I need to extract is now. So like, yeah, it's annoying to have to start over, but I'm not totally starting over. So there's that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and then, and I think that's what Metal Gear does really so well compared to a lot of other games in the same genre. Um, but it, it is quite jarring when you play Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is essentially an action game. Do you know what I mean? But they've, they've you know, thought, oh, we can put some stealth elements into it, which is fine, but if you're going to do that, you've got to do it well. And I just don't think it's it's the mechanics aren't done well enough to support it as Duke, a feature. Hardly Dan said Skyrim was a good stealth game for him. I, you know, I'm gonna say that, but then I'm like, well, maybe I'm just saying that because I've played Skyrim more than any other game, and I blah, blah, blah. but no, I agree. I remember being really frustrated with the stealth in Oblivion, and there was one mission I don't remember what part of the game it was, but you had to do stealth, and I sucked at it, and I was no good. And to be fair, I never really, you know, it, I never spent the time and effort to get my stealth up super high in Skyrim. 
But once you get it up pretty high, like you can do a good job like sneaking around. It's fun because you can, you know, it's got the little indicator on the screen and, and it's a little bit of experimentation. But once you, yeah, you follow, you know, a skeleton around and you just be like, ah, and you get them and you're like, yeah, it is. I think I agree. Scott. Yes, I agree. Of course you agree. Uh, you could say Skyrim was the best first-person shooter ever, and you'd probably agree. Kind of first person. You have an arrow and the bow. <laughs> exactly, you see? So shut up. Jason Gullaher yeah, said, Dishonored had entertaining stealth. Chinny, you are not eating very stealthy. I don't know what you That's mean, true. Jason. That's He's true. been muting himself. What are you talking about? Yeah, of course he has. Just, um, I've been muting. I yeah. take a sip of water. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I would agree with Dishonored, actually. And I think Dishonored was another game similar to uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, which was quite accessible for people who weren't that interested it in Splinter Cell. not accessible games. to me. Because here's the thing. The other thing is, sorry, get a, Metal Gear Solid 5. I'm totally Metal Gear Solid 5 fanboy now. If you I know. I'm, Metal, impre- Solid, I'm just amazed. If you get spotted in Metal Gear Solid 5, it's not the end of the world. Like, you can deal with it. With Dishonored, I felt like as soon as I got spotted, it was like 20 people, and I didn't have anything to do on – I didn't have anything to use on them. And so I had to just run, 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 run. But Metal Gear Solid 5 was like, oh, you spotted me? Okay, brrr, how do you like that in your face? What? Now you're dead. Spot that. Yeah, well, that's that's a little bit like Rise of the Tomb Raider at the moment. Yeah. Because at the section that I'm at, there's, there's that many guards in the area. And there's no way of marking them, by the way, either. Like You know, like in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, you can mark everybody so you know where everyone is. Yeah. There's no way of doing that in, in Rise of the Tomb hey, Raider. So that thing. Games sucks like, a bit. Games like Metal Gear Solid have spoiled me now. I'm like... Yeah. And tag people, Pfft. yeah, which you can do in Syndicate, you see. So and it works really well. well but yeah, dude, that, I got, that kind, uh, whatever. That kind of sucks, and and it's the same sort of thing as Dishonored. If you get spotted in the particular area that I'm in, there's about ten guards, and you just cannot. And they all come running at you. Do you know what I mean? They don't go into cover, and then you can pick some of them off. They all just literally run at you and start shooting. Right. So it's Makes really sense. hard. Realistic. I guess. I don't know. That's um, if I were supposed to be guarding a place and a dude seems... I'd run the other way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got a chance. So, um, so I'm not not enjoying it, by the way. I'm actually really enjoying Rise of the Tomb Raider. I think it's an excellent game. Channel, you fucking hate it. <laughs> no, I don't know. I hate the... I, I'm not particular, though. Not hate. I don't hate. You said to me before but... the show, you said, <laughs> fuck Tomb Raider. I hate it, but I'm going to pretend to like it because everybody else likes it and I want people to and like me. From the developers, so... I'm not particularly keen on the stealth sections, but I'm enjoying everything, everything else. Um, the graphics are great. The story's pretty good. Uh, I like the... Ba- Do you know what they've done in this game as well, which is kind of interesting? They had a big party with gorilla bears? No. they bear is, but it sounds cool. No, but they've they've introduced baddie characters that actually have almost a motivation for doing what they're doing that you can relate to. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because in most sort of video games, it's fairly black and white, you know. It's like, they're evil. You've got to kill them. You know, stop them doing the bad thing that they're going to do. Whereas in this game, they're doing bad stuff, but they've kind of got reasons that you can kind of relate to for doing it. Yeah. Which is interesting. Whereas in Assassin's Creed Syndicate, the... The baddie in that game is just a baddie. It was an example <laughs> of a character who's like that. Yeah. Uh, give you an example. Yes, please. What? In which game? With the one you're praising. The one I'm praising. Well, 
that would be spoilers as to oh. why they're doing what they're doing. So I can't really tell you the reasons that they're doing what they're doing, but I can understand in the The bad guy in Tomb Raider is Aladdin. It is Aladdin, yeah. Can could... you feel the love tonight? That's the Lion King. That's the uh, Lion King. And then he's running the spaceship and everybody's fat. That's, That's Wally. Uh, That's Wally. Oh, but sorry, he, I know. The, 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 it was like the fish. The guy was looking for his son. That's Finding Nemo. Oh, shit. But even though... So the balloons? That's up. That's up. Even though... <laughs> even though... Dancing? Even though... Actually, they added, I was thinking about... Yeah, I got you. <laughs> even though they've added a bit of grey in that area, they keep on kind of ruining it a little bit because of the heinous stuff that they keep doing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, yeah, they kind of try and make out that they've got this fairly valid reason for doing what they're doing, but then undermine it by making them do really heinous things to violence. Ah, yeah. I'll be honest with you, right? Some of the death, some of the death animations in this thing are gruesome. Yeah, like and then there are yeah. I mean, there was one. There was one where I got caught. I've still got yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep flicking between the two. But there was one in Tomb Raider where I got caught by a guard, and he just stabbed me repeatedly in the stomach with a Bowie knife. And I'm just like, that. That is pretty grim. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they do not hold back in this game when they kill you. Um. Yeah, which happens quite. They kill you and go, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. No, but it's just like, you know, they could just stab you once, but nope. It's like six or seven times in the stomach just to make sure that you hey, see the animation tap, of your knife. Double tap. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> double tap. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying both of those games, though, Rise of the Tomb Raider and Assassin's Creed. Neither of them are perfect. Tomb Raider. Is that the theme? Can you feel the love? Can you feel the rise of the tomb? So neither of them are perfect, though, but they're both decent in their own way. They both sound Yeah. Um, and the only other two things I've played uh, were on the Wii U. I fired that up this week. I just felt like firing it up to see what was Fire on Fire it up! I know. I've not fired that up for a while. Uh, and I played two demos on the Wii U. One was called Typo Man, which I think we played at an EGX, not this year, but the year before. You say this about every game. I'm, not, I'm almost sure that we play, I've played this before. I've played this at EGX. I've played it at EGX. But basically, it's called Typo Man, and it's a side-scrolling platformer, but to get past obstacles, you have to spell words. So it's kind of... A, he's made up of letters, and you sort of come across a word, and you have to rearrange have the letters. I've never played this game. I have de- I'm sure I've played this game before. Of course you have. Um, <laughs> he played it when you weren't looking, Chinny. So it's a side-scrolling game where you play as the a letter. You play as letters made Different up to look letters. like a little so At the man. moment oh, on the screen. Yeah. It's like your kind of game, Chin. You, you, you start as, a, as an O, and then you find an E, and then you find a... An Epsilon. Ooh, it goes Greek all of a sudden. Or the letter. And basically you've got legs and a head yeah. and stuff. Looks like Limbo. But it is kind of. It has got that kind of feel about it as well. It has got that kind of feel about it. But it's, it's, it was actually quite good. I was quite impressed with it. Yeah, it looks cool. The la- the ladder is made of H's. Yeah. Yeah, so everything's made of letters. And like I say, it's got this little mechanic which makes really good use of the of the Wii U screen. Because obviously you can use yeah, that to rearrange letters. Uh, do you know what? I think it 
might be. I think it might well, be. Maybe I'll look forward PC. to this game never being out. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's it's actually pretty good. It's pretty good. So if you in this on the screen at the moment, you can see it says press A and then Z R, and that's sort of telling you the controls you need to press on your controller to do the stuff you need to do. So it kind of teaches you as well by with stuff in the environment. So it's, it was kind of cool. I was quite impressed with it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is all right. But I don't know. It was on sale. It was like £8. But I'm like, I'll probably not turn my Wii U on again now for about, I don't know, another six well, months. I thought if I played this game, I'd be like, yeah, this is the type of game she would like. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, you would definitely think that. Yeah. You would definitely think that. But I, d- I don't know. I'm like Duke. You know, I, I think that this game could get just too complex. Mm. Especially if, uh, but if, if it, it had... involves spelling, I am fucked. You are screwed. It does involve spelling. So you can see he's rolling it to on, and then that turns a platform on. Yeah, I can't spell that word. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of how it works. Um, but yeah, I fear it might get really, really complex as you go along. But it does have a hint system, which works quite well. So if you sort of spend too long, there's a little question mark comes up on the screen, and you can press that, and then it'll give you a hint on what you need to do. But it doesn't tell you. It just gives you a little hint. I know, I know how they made this game. They, um, the, the developers said, hey, you guys know Limbo? Yeah, let's add letters. Okay, make that. That's, that's possibly what that's happened. That's exactly what it is. Well, yeah, it's, it is quite cool, though. I think it's a clever little yeah, concept. But, yeah. And it looks like a you know, well-made game. and Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah, artistically, it's, it is very limbo This came out on Steam. I would play it. I, it might be on Steam. I could be wrong. Let's have a look. Shall we look? Uh, I can't be bothered. Uh, let's have a look. I'll tell you now if it's on Steam. And it's not. I'm, I'm fearing it's a Wii U exclusive. Well. It must be a Wii U exclusive. Yes, i got to get a Wii U then. Got yourself a Wii U. Uh, so I played that. And then the only other thing I played, because I have never played one of these games, uh, was Project Zero. Oh, yeah. Which is... Which is uh, Fatal Frame 5, I believe. Uh, never played one of these games, so I was like, oh yeah, oh, this would be cool. Frame, the one where you take pictures of chicks. Correct, of ghosts and oh, stuff yeah. to fight them. Oh, the, uh, yeah, okay. Sure. So yeah, I, I think that I'm not very impressed with this game at all. I have to say, Sean, I'm very disappointed in your weird game ratio lately. I know, I, mean, I know. Type, this is a Typo weird Man game. is a bit of a weird one, I'll give you that, but... You know, this is the sort of caliber I'm expecting. That'd be a very different game. Like if you if you were if you if you put an E into like a tub and it turns into a tube of toothpaste and be like, hey, typo man. Yay. Um The thing with Project Zero is I feel like I'm playing a, a three sixty or a PS3 game. I don't know what it originally came out on, whether it whether it is kind of an updated version for the current Good generation thing. of consoles. I don't know, but it... You know, I mean, it's a Wii U, you know, so you don't expect stellar graphics and stuff, I guess, but it just feels old. Do you know when you're playing a game, it like the animations are a bit janky, yeah. the camera's a bit janky, mm-hmm. it doesn't work very well, the voice acting's kind of okay, I mean, it's not, it's not the worst voice acting I've ever heard, yeah. you know, but then it is Japanese. I don't know what to think about this game. The, the trouble was as well, it's meant to be really scary, and it just wasn't very scary. Do you know, after you've played Outlast, or even Soma, I mean, this game is just tame. 
Do you know? And it's problem, eighteen is, rated. Is the problem that it doesn't have enough blood and guts, or is it like no, it's just on jump scares I, or what? Yeah, I, I don't know. It just doesn't feel that creepy. Do you know what I mean? I was expecting really creepy, but it's not that creepy. Yeah, and it's it do, it does this weird thing as well, and I think it doesn't help because it's on the Wii U where the cutscenes look markedly better than the actual gameplay. Yeah. So what kind of, and he does this, he tries to do the, the sort of uncharted Tomb Raider thing where it goes from gameplay to cutscene back to gameplay. Yeah. But because there's such a contrast in the graphical fidelity of those things, it's really jarring when it happens. Do you understand what I mean? Even though they're trying to not take you out of the game, they're doing it because it does, it doesn't look the same. Right. Does that kind of make sense? So even though they're trying to sort of keep you... Yeah, we get it, yeah. Uh, The uh, women look like they are girls. Oh, there's FMV in the game. Oh, no, there isn't. Uh, And then the ghosts have their boobies covered up with hair. Comment? Yeah. That sounds like a Japanese horror story. It's definitely a Japanese horror game. Uh, Yes, that definitely is the case in the game. And, And she's wearing some weird belt thing on the thigh for some reason i don't even know what all that's called fashion Stuart. is that what that is okay so she's getting chased by ghosts but that doesn't mean she can't look good okay yeah and the other the other thing is with this game i don't know whether you're aware of this but you can unlock skimpier costumes as you play the game because it's warm in that house (laughs) exactly exactly if you're getting chased by ghosts man you want to have you know as little on as possible then you can run faster yeah that's that's well that game. Yeah, that's why out. Snake in Metal Gear Solid has on his thong bikini. <laughs> it is. That's absolutely true. Um, I don't know. I I wasn't. So put it this way. I'm not going to be buying it anyway. Take that. I was Project just zero, like, five, zero five. I was just like this. Five years ago, Stu, you would be you would have lapped this shit up. Yeah, I probably would. And I think that's a problem because when you're playing this game, it feels over five years old. Mm. I feel like I'm playing a game from five or six years ago. Yeah, and I think because she's running, so many... she's running like she's like I don't know. Uh, she's got two string puppets in front of her and she's making yeah. them dance. Yeah, the the animation's really janky. It's it just feels like an old game. I don't know how ever, how else to describe it. You you sort of playing it feeling like like you said it's something from five years ago. Mm. It's not very good. It, look very good. it really isn't very And I don't think it did very well either. No, I, I, I can't see why. I know. I know, yeah. A horror game on a platform that no one really plays adult games on didn't do very well. And, you know, even even if it was better, it might have helped, but it just isn't very good. So there you go. So cannot recommend it at all. Uh, anyway, Chinny, over to you. What have you been doing? I've played um, a little bit of Mad Max still. Not as much as I'd like. Haven't I got? What you mean? As in, like you're, you're enjoying it over your head. I know, yeah. So you're enjoying it then? Uh it's the game is long, man. It's like I said last week. It's it's just really long. Um, but I I haven't really played many hours of it this week. I've probably probably put about two three hours in. Um, so I haven't made much progress. Uh, but yeah, my thoughts are still the same. Um, it's okay. It's it's just that. It's really there's so much to do, uh, and then there's loads of things that aren't core that you have to do, and yeah, and also, um, like the in the game the currency is scrap, 
uh, to upgrade things, it's scrap. But then uh, you upgrade certain things at a base, and all you have to do to get like health and fuel and some scrap is just quick travel to the base. So then it becomes really easy to do. But then if you go into a different region, you have a new base, but you just quick travel right. to your old base and go quick travel to the new base and you're full again. So why would you need to upgrade that base when you can just, you know, right. go quick, keep fast traveling. Just keep fast one traveling. It just makes no difference. So it seems really pointless to do a lot of the stuff. Um, it is. I think that, do you not think that's the, the, the endemic problem though with, sort of open world games these days it's kind of like how much shit and content can we fill this up with yeah. but the vast majority of it is just pointless it's, stuff it's the map and the way the missions are structured and the way the bases work and the way everything works it feels like it's been copied and pasted three times do you know what i mean yeah. like it, you got the bottom right and then they copied and pasted it and put it to the left then they copied and pasted it and put it to the top and then i think there's another one after that and it just feels like, okay, you've upgraded everything here, do it again in this region. It is fun to lower the reign of terror in the region. That's fun, yeah. right? So knocking down towers, getting rid of bases. Every base is different. Every base is a, you know, a, a cool level. Th- those are fun. I really like those. But then, up, like I said, upgrading the bases. So th- certain upgrades give you certain things. Like So every time you, if you upgrade this part of the base, every time you spawn into that base, you get full health and then there's another one where you get full fuel and there's another one where you get a scrap crew. So every car that you destroy, you get scrap. And then there's another one where you get more scrap over time. But to be honest, like it just, it's just never an issue. It's never a problem. It's, yeah. you know, it's just always like, yeah, like I've done it once and I've done it like half to another base and I'm, I'm fine. You know, do you do get some cool weapons? Size? The game sort of unlocks, you get like a, a flame pro that comes out of the car um a thunder stick a boom stick a boom boom stick i call it uh that you get with the with your harpoon on the screen now like max is on a vantage point and you can use your binoculars and and look at and you can use your sniper rifle and look at a base and when you put your cursor over certain points it'll tell you like a weakness and sometimes you can get a few intel and it'll tell you how to get it down or they'll give you a bit of a warning it's like make sure you take out the war cryer the war cryer gets everybody pumped yeah and um if you don't kill the war crier. Enemies will become stronger over time. But if you kill it straight away, the enemies will just remain the same. Um, and like the one intel that I did today where it said, oh, make sure you kill the war crier because you've got to fight a lot of enemies in this one. And the really cool thing about the game is the war crier is suspended in the air. So when you fight everybody, the war crier is just left there. <laughs> and he, he just says, uh, you know, it's different every time. Sometimes they're really like noble and like, oh, you know, Call me with honor and all this. But sometimes I'm like, all those things I said, that was just jokes. <laughs> right. You know, uh, so that's really cool. Um, but, you know, I think it's a good game. I just feel like they packed a lot of it in, in there. Like, getting rid of the terror, getting rid of the, the enemies in each region is fun. But the bases uh, bog you down a little bit. Some of the side quests bog you down a little bit. Um, and... You know, I, I think like the upgrades to the car are okay and fine, and uh, it's a, it's a good game. It's, it's certainly like a you know a, a well made game. There's there's a bit of lack of polish here and there in terms of like sometimes like the uh, you know I take over bases and the and and it doesn't check it and then but it does check it after I do the next base. You know what I mean? It sort of like preloads them for some reason. 
Um, so it's a little bit janky in that way. But it's fine. It's an okay game. I, you can totally see why most people started this game and never finished it. Because yeah. I have no motivation really to, to get on with it. That's why I quit halfway through. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the problem is that developers and publishers have to justify the price point these days well, don't do they, they though you know I, they do but i think it's to satisfy these people who, yeah I, I don't know I, I feel like when you when you look at reviews though like and we've said this time and again you know on steam if so say a game's only four hours long and they're asking 15 pounds for it or 20 dollars or whatever the first thing that gamers will say is yeah, what, $20 for, you know, four hours? That's like not this, a lot of This game. feels to me like a 40, 50 hour game well, so far. Like, I put 25 hours in, and I'm like, yeah, this could easily yeah. double. There's a difference between getting uh, value for money and, like, just slogging through it. Just That's what I mean. to overload it. It's like, the, the you know, especially these open world games, you just want to bloat them out, don't they, so people feel like they're getting value for money. And, yeah. I mean, look, to be fair, like, in a you know in Fallout Skyrim like it it's bloated out but it's because it's so much fun to do those things so I don't have a problem with it when it's really done well but when it's mediocre like you know I think Mad Max is a fine game I don't think there's anything wrong with it I just don't think it's worth spending sixty hours on yeah and that's the trouble isn't it that's it mm. I have played one other game today okay uh, it's going to shock you oh. Um, but it's I played, no I played it because yeah that wouldn't be shocking would it no this is going to genuinely shock you dude. this isn't my usual sort of bad sarcasm. Uh no um, it is a game that the killer's dream Madeline <laughs> is obsessed with at the moment Gary's mod and, uh, no he's played that before and um, Jimmy's into it as well so you played this Stu and Duke, you've played this as well. Oh, really? Uh, came out last year. Okay. Keep guessing. Uh, came out last year. Okay. Any words are in the title? <laughs> Did I finish it? <laughs> That'll narrow I it down. No, oh. Stu, actually. Is it a story-driven game? Yes. How many words in the okay. title? Technically one. Huh. Uh, is it all right? Let's let. What type of game is it? Is it a shooter? That no, Proteus. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely finished that. Um, no, nobody finishes that. Nothing to finish. Was it, so is it? It was well received. I'll say that. Is it an action game? Kind of. What is third person? Kind of. What does it start with? Too easy. Is it Minecraft story mode? Don't be silly. Oh, I was just thinking because I'm thinking of kids playing a game. Uh. Huh? You know, I've no idea. I'm to in the... the the trouble is, I'm thinking what's kid friendly, but then I keep forgetting it's your niece and nephew who play. All yeah, don't talk about kid friendly. So it's not a kid friendly well, game. It, it's sort. I don't say too much, but basically, I suppose you wouldn't think <laughs> you wouldn't think that kids would be into it. But is it is it part of a franchise or is it a standalone thing a, that came? It's out? a brand new IP standalone. Okay, jeez. Um, How many syllables? Somebody's already got it in the Twitch chat. Ah, oh, Undertale. Undertale. Oh, ah, God. that's funny. I can understand why they're into it. So, <laughs> okay, go ahead, Chinny. Let's hear it. Madeline made me play Undertale today. So sorry to hear this. The problem is, 
actually quite liked it. My <laughs> I thought God! No, but he's got he's got that twin stick shooter mechanic. Bear in mind. Bear in mind. Right, you've got to bear this in mind now, too. <laughs> Here we go. I only played Shooting. the combat. I only played the combat parts. Like, I did not play... Like, Madeline skipped all the dialogue because she's already played it all well, that's a way to make it better. She skipped it all, skipped it all, skipped it all, skipped it all. And she, 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 she just made me play the combat bits and says, oh, try this bit. And I found those quite fun. So, let me ask you this, though. Has, has Madeline had the true ending where you play it without doing... without killing anyone? No, she... Any she, she, she show, no, she hasn't. Um... But she showed me on YouTube uh, a boss that she that that you fight that always dodges your attacks or something, and I watched that. Uh, and she says, "There's 25 endings. I'm going to play them all." And she's yeah. Just obsessed. Well, the, 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 the apparently the ending is the one where you don't kill any enemies, so you have to talk your way out of every fight. Yeah. That's a, that's apparently the best way to play the game. Yeah, she she's more into the genocide ending when she kills everyone. I bet she is. I bet she is. She's it's just like, kill I'm everything. I'm so proud of her. I know. See, she's a proper gamer now. That's, that's like no, a proper that's gamer. That's exactly what I would do. I was like, Madeline, that's, yeah. that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> you are really uh, my niece. Um, yeah, so they, they played their new PC, by the way, today. Uh, oh, so how how's the new PC it's, then? It's really good. I set it up today, and um, it runs... Uh, Undertale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's a good start. <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. It also runs Fallout 4 on high settings. Nice. That's not bad, then. That's, not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, and it was sort of keeping up to 40 frames on high settings. So That's pretty good. Yeah, was, I'm very... You see, you can tell Ginny's getting some sort of way into PC stuff when he starts talking about how many frames it's doing on high they, settings. The, the, the lads, uh, Anvil Core, the guys that put my PC together, and they can put your PC together for you. Um, they, uh, they, just, they were just testing it, and they said, do you want to come in? And have a look while we're testing it. I says, yeah, I'll have a look. And says, we this is Fallout 4 medium settings, and it's pissing it. And I'm like, all oh, right, okay, cool. Um, and they didn't expect it to run that well. Um, and then the, the <laughs> like, we don't know how computers work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great. We didn't think this would be any good. Uh, by the way, there's three keys that are loose. We have no idea where they go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are these wires? <laughs> no, they just touch this part in the back. You know, their point was like, well, we we it. it, it on paper, it says it could do it, but to be honest, we just didn't really think you know it would, but it did. Uh, and uh, they said, "Oh, let's try it on high." I was like, "Yeah, go on then." And um, it ran Fallout 4 on high, so it's it's a pretty good I've, PC. It runs Rocket League well. Uh, I've got to say though, Fallout 4 is a really well optimized game. Yeah, yeah, it, it works well on a lot of games. Exactly, and they did a good job, really good. Job. So yeah, I'm really happy with the uh, with the PC. Uh, I've showed it my my mom and dad as well, so they're sort of using it. Um. Yeah. Very good. Tom. Oh, your dad will be on his bridge on there now. My dad loves his bridge. He loves his. Oh, you'll ne- he'll never. The Madeline will never get a look in now. No. Well, you'll he- you won't be on it when Madeline comes around. Uh, look on a weekend and stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's all good. So I'm happy with that. And uh, well, I'm glad to hear that your niece and nephew have good taste in video I'm games. Unlike you. I'm sorry, Duke. I'm really sorry. I really do like to <laughs> be on your side of the argument most of the time. However. I can't go against your thing of being open-minded. What I have played of Undertale, I quite liked. Stu, are you just going to sit there silently the whole rest of the show? I mean, I, I, I heard <laughs> talking before, and then there was this big, long silence. Are we? Uh, 
So good. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. Take two. I hate everybody. Yeah, all I'm saying is the, the combat, you know, the bit where you're a little heart in the square. Like, I, I, I liked that. Sucks! See, here's the thing, Chidi. Here's the thing, right? And you've got to agree with this. It makes turn-based combat fun. Well, I suppose I might be a little bit biased because I've already seen the sort of fourth wall things that they they, they break because Madeline showed me. Um, so you got the Duchess all worried about me now. <laughs> you see, this is a trouble with Duke. He didn't stick with it long enough. That's the problem. Oh, God. Ah. I'm just saying, like, if I, I can't because I, I... You can't. Don't spoil it, man. I'm coming between you two. Like, Duke... Likes a lot of games yep. that I like, but sometimes we are way off, right? And then Stu... Yeah, for instance, uh, on this game, I'm right and you're wrong. That's just way Stu, off. More, more, more often than not, me and you don't really like the same games, but sometimes no. we do, you know? We do. And so do, I, I feel like I'm in between you two, and, and, and I feel yeah. like this is a game where I have to play it for myself now and find out if I like it. Yeah. yeah. You're allowed I mean, to like things, just not this thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're just not allowed I'm to. Really lie, sorry, please. I've been dreading telling Duke that all day. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. my god. Ah, oh, that's alright. I'll be alone. I don't mind being the only one who's hey, right. It, there's still a chance that I might fucking hate this game because I didn't read any of the dialogue, and it still looks like it was made in MS Paint, yes, uh, which bothers me greatly. But for for now, I sort of I'm interested. Alright. He is interested. That's a good sign. That is a good sign. Um, <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, the, that's um, made my night. Uh, um, the gamesman, I believe that's uh, it's Amaris, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's Amaris. saying he's proud of me. I should think he is. <laughs> uh, Jason can play um, shovel knives. Yeah, but I have yeah. played Deadly Premonition. Jason Gallagher said play Deadly. I have played that, and my God, that game sucks balls. It doesn't. Yes, does. Dude, dude, just let it go. He got you. Got, you got him on Undertale. I know. I know. I know. Try to make anything. Hey, stay tuned next week, man. They'll be playing Pony Island. Uh, I found out that there was a button for the window wipers, and I was. I'm done. <laughs> I don't need this. Well, you should not play Train Simulator. No, you should definitely not play that game. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Okie dokie. Well, that's kind of it for what we've been playing, I guess, this week. So we should do some news. There is some news this week. Is there actual news, or is it like, oh, we're just going to read rant? I don't know. Chini will probably... Putting news first. Uh, I, can I start this week? I just want one... I've got one uh, thing Stu, I want to do. by all means, fuck off. I'm just going <laughs> to do it anyway. Starring Stu. Um, you may or may not be aware, but Peter, I'm never going to do another interview Molyneux has been doing lots of interviews this week. Are you aware of it? Didn't we talk about how I know. stuck to his word like about a week ago, and now he's actually done stuff? Yeah, he's been doing loads. Um, but he's come out and he said, look, <laughs> and Jason Gollaher has sent this with the sort of quotes uh, cut and paste into an email, but, but he sort of basically said, uh, I'm not going to talk about anything that's not completed. You know, I'm not going to hype stuff up anymore. Sure I'm just going to stick... Stick to the facts. Didn't I'm not he just talk about anything. how the dude who has who got the, played the cube game, people are raising money for him because they feel bad. Cause, and then we said, "Oh, you shouldn't trust Peter Molyneux." Well, anyway, here's here's the thing. You'll never right? guess, right? Peter Molyneux broke his word. 
is he did an interview with Eurogamer, and this is what he said. He said uh, because obviously you were aware he announced just before he went in his on his sort of uh, press silence thing. He, he announced a, a new game called The Trail. Do you remember this? No. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he announced this new game called The Trail anyway. And he said, this is what he said to Eurogamer in an interview this week. Uh, we're not talking about The Trail at all. I'm only going to talk about it when it's released, he says. Uh, You've announced it, though, I counter, said the interviewer. Uh, if I talked about it, uh, you would see exactly the person you recognised. I would be promising you, I would be shouting about it. When we launch it, in whatever guys we launch it, I'll happily talk about it. It's almost an impossible urge for me. I did some coding on the trailer as well. Uh, and here are some words from Peter in an interview uh, linked above. Uh, just today, there's two things I got amazingly excited about. One is about the game I'm working on at the moment called The Trail. And there is Jamie and I. Jamie's the other designer on the game. We were in the room and I was leaping all about the room because we built this new game mechanic. Uh, that is the most wonderful experience you could possibly have. It's like having a feeling, that sensation. It's hard to describe what it feels like. It's, it's like true creating something out of nothing, which is wonderful. But I can understand that when people, when that gets turned onto text on a page or, or even people hear my voice in a rug and they think, oh, it becomes like a promise. So he's sort of saying he's not going to. And then he's done another interview where he's actually talked about it. You see, he can't stop himself, can he? Never trust Peter Molyneux. What can you do with this guy? I mean, he's like, it's it's almost like that year when he went on his hiatus and didn't talk to anyone never happened. He comes back and the first thing he's doing is talking about the new game, which he wasn't going to talk about. Can't help himself. Uh, Chini, though, what do you think of his update, though, to Goddess? Well, what is it? They've updated it. To Goddess Wars or release a new version of it. I feel like Goddess this is like, like a slightly racist comment you're making to me now. <laughs> Just because I like Halo Wars doesn't mean I'm going to like this stupid shit. <laughs> well, funnily enough, it's called Goddess Wars and it is a real time strategy game set in the Goddess universe. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so if you have the original Goddess, you get it as a free upgrade. And if you don't, you have to buy it. Uh-huh. But then, but then, get this, they they had a second area in the game, uh, so they decided to put a microtransaction in to open it for the people who already owned it. <sighs> and then they had to remove that and go, yeah, that's not, because there was a big uproar on Steam and everyone's like, that's stupid. So then they sort of went, oh yeah, we'll, we'll take that out for you. It, I don't know, I mean, the guy, I think he should just retire. Just retire, man. Just stop doing it. Stop. What, you know what he should do? He should take all his video game resources and the studio that's got his back and everything, and he should find, maybe with a contest or something, he should find an, 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 an inspired young developer and say, you know what? Look, Charlie, you get to have the chocolate factory now. Like, I'm done. I got nothing else to do here. I'm obviously just spinning my wheels. I want to give all these resources to someone who will do something awesome with them, and it's not me. Well, so here you go, Charlie. You get the chocolate factory now. Well, he's kind of said he was going to do that. Oh, he right? said because a lot of things. He should. I know because he said for the last year. I don't. You know what? I don't really think I want to hear anything about what Peter Molyneux says now <laughs> because he always says things that he doesn't mean or he doesn't have any intention of following up on. So screw him. Anyway, what I was going to say is, uh, what I was going to say is, he has uh, supposedly handed the reins over uh, to to another person to sort of take control of twenty two cans. 
and he he's literally supposedly just been coding and doing nothing else. Uh-huh. So he's kind of been coding on the the new Goddess Wars. Uh, on Steam at the moment, the reviews for this is mostly negative. Brilliant. Um, they're sort of saying stuff like uh, build an S, hatch a bunch of ants, launch the ants at the other bunch of ants. All your ants are dead. No worries, just hatch a bunch of ants, wash, rinse, repeat. Uh, a very dull game which should have been part of the first Goddess game, which still isn't finished and still doesn't do what it promised. Uh, I want this game to be good, I really did. Uh, but this was yet another incomplete mess that is filled with shady behaviour. So that's what there is a pattern emerging. I know, it's just. You know, but, Lisa Molyneux does not make good games anymore. He doesn't, and I think he's just kind of copying other His stuff. His last one was Fable can... 2, which was okay at best. Fable 2 was alright, I didn't mind Shut Fable up. 2. It was fine. It's it's not as bad as you think. I've played it. I've finished it. I know. I know. I know. But I think the trouble is you sort of remember Fable 2 and then you remember Peter Molyneux and you put the two together and then it's jaded. No, I don't. Brain works, Chinny. It's true. No. It's true, man. No, I don't. I think Fable 2 is okay. I think it's janky, but okay. Yeah. I mean, the the one thing I used to remember that used to bug the hell out of me with Fable 2 is you kill a load of enemies... And then you'd walk sort of 10 metres further on, then turn back and they were all there again. That used to bug the hell out of me, that mm. did. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what to do. Just retire, man. Just stop stop doing it. You're not making anything worth shouting about. That's the trouble. I want to see a like, film made by yeah. Peter Molyneux. Oh, God, it'd be terrible, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just, it'd just be... He's like the Yui Ball of the video game developers, he is isn't, away, he? isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he keeps on shouting about how great everything is, but really it's just shit. Next he's going to be in a boxing match with, with his fans like you Ball did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, you can polish a turd, but it's always going to be a turd, isn't it? You polish you know a I mean? turd, but you, you can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. <laughs> but it's still a turd. Yeah. <laughs> Whichever way you look at it. Well, yeah, I don't know. Give up, man. Give up. So anyway, what else is in the news apart from Peter Molyneux being in um, it? I think that's it, really. I think it's just is that yeah, it? constant like Peter Molyneux being a dick posts. <laughs> um, the greatest game those. ever made, uh, Red Dead Redemption, uh, is going to be X One Xbox One compatible. Compatible. <gasps> uh, PC, please. Uh, never going to happen. Uh, there are never many incredible happen. reports on how to access and download the game early. However, doing so it looks. Like, looks like it's going to be a violation of the Xbox Live code of conduct. Um, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, Red Dead Redemption appears to have leaked as backwards compatible game. First spotted on NeoGAF. Red Dead Redemption, uh, Castlevania Sympathy Symphony, Symphony of the Night uh, and Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Say that quickly seven times. Uh, are listed in the Xbox Live user game list. Red Dead Redemption is available for those who own the game digitally. However, it does require some navigation to download the game. It should be noted it isn't clear if the process of downloading the game is a violation of the market. Yeah, and then the update says it probably is. Um, there you go. There you go. So what do you no. think? Are you, are you happy? Are you excited? Old game is old. See, that's it. You're not even bothered, are you? No, you love that I, game. no I do love the game. I, it is my you love the game. One of my bothered. favorite games in the world. When it, yeah, it just I, I, I still have a 360. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I could still play it, and I realize yeah, you don't even need it, do you? Then? I realize that it just makes my me playing it a little bit easier. I, I have thought about replaying it one day. At the moment, in February 2016, it doesn't really seem like something I want to do. 
Um, but I will revisit Red Dead Redemption, and the fact that it's on the Xbox One makes that a little bit easier for the coming future. I don't know if I'll yeah. replay it this year, but you know what? If people get to play Red Dead Redemption because they missed it, and then they can play it on the Xbox One, that can only be a good thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I think it's, uh, you know, it is kind of cool, I guess. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, what else is in the news? So, we've got that coming yeah, out. Uh, some Titanfall on? 2 news. All right. Okay. Titanfall uh, was a video game. Yep. And uh, it, it was a video game. Titanfall. Do you know, this is this is another one of those we played at EGX and went, it's amazing. I don't think so. We did. I remember us playing this. Play this it was EGX. great. You did. What are you talking about? Are you crazy? I never played this at EGX. You did. I'm telling you now. I didn't. Well, we had some sort of video we could look at. You did because we had to sit in an area waiting and there was like showing, going through all the controls and all the different things you could do and running across oh, walls yeah, and all did. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. We yeah. did, you crazy person. That's totally, uh, that's totally accurate. <sighs> anyway, carry on. That's carry on, you crazy man. Uh, Titanfall's secret Qual will have a single-player campaign, uh, though it won't release until late this year or early next, said the lead writer Jesse Stern. Stern told Forbes magazine Titanfall 2 will take place in a world both scientific and magical, but it is still, quote, grounded, dirty and human and real, unquote. Respawn Entertainment's development team began working on the sequel in 2014 after finishing Titanfall's downloadable content. Quote, can I have an accent, please? Uh, oh, Jamaican. Jim. No, Jamaican. I heard Jamaican. A person who moved from Norway to Jamaica. Uh, uh, one of the shortcomings of the first game was that we did not have the mechanisms to tell everyone, here, <laughs> who are you? Here's where you are. What you say? We all knew the answers, man. We just could not deliver on it one time. Back in October, uh, Titanfall sales passed 10 million, which is more than nine. Uh, Given the studio flexibility in exploring the story it originally wanted to tell, Stern said Respawn is looking to deliver a vision of grand global colonial warfare man and retell the story of the american revolution but with big mechs and ting stern also told forbes respawn is working in partnership with lionsgate tv to develop a totenfall spin-off tv series which will never happen did they really say that yeah what the hell who cares go on with it <laughs> brilliant <laughs> Oh my god. Starbreeze. Yeah. This looks uh, kind of interesting. I like the sound of this. Uh, Starbreeze has announced an asymmetrical horror game, Dead by Daylight. Uh, Sounds a lot like Evil Dead 2's sub headline, which was Dead by Dawn. Uh, Brothers, a tale of two sons developer and Payday 2 publisher Starbreeze is partnering with uh, developer Behavior Interactive, the Naughty Bear. Oh dear, Developers. this isn't sounding good now. It's sounding wet. good. Wet was a good game. Shut up. Oh. Uh, yeah, but Naughty Bear was terrible. Shut up. I quite, I quite thought it was funny in a bad way. Uh, <laughs> uh, to make an asymmetrical competitive horror game called Dead by Daylight, the premise pits four survivors against one killer in a game of cat and mouse. Friday the 13th. Uh, yeah. Has anybody 
heard of Evolve or I know, do you know that's the first thing I thought of oh, like Evolve. Left for Dead. Um uh, yeah, trying to the... Left for Dead again, but they can't come up with the same sort of thing. On paper, it sounds very similar to the recently kickstarted Friday the 13th game, in which a player assumes the role of Jason Voorhees, uh, attempting to slay seven camped counsellors. Uh, the difference with Dead by Daylight is that the killer plays from first person. Wow. While the survivors have a third person camera, granting them more environmental awareness. So not much of a difference there. What do we think of Dead by Daylight? I think if they get it right, it could be quite full. I think at least one of these games are going to get it right. Yeah. I mean, we've had a few because there's like Depth, isn't there, which is the shark one. No, that's like Call of Duty with sharks. That's not... Is it not? Which is the one? Oh, there is another one. There's another horror game where you play like a demon thing. Uh, where you have to sort of kill all the, the sort of people who are coming ghost hunting or whatever. I don't know. There's been there's been quite a few of these types of games out, hasn't there? Hardly Dan said, uh, "Is there any news that we can nick for our show yet?" I know. Yeah. Gary said, yeah. "No." And Hardly Dan said, "Shame." Not yet, anyway. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I I think this could be fun. I think you could have a lot of fun if you could get a group of people and a few people buy it, and you know, it depends how they implement it. Because you you, you know, this is what we said. The problem with Evolve was the premise was kind of cool, but it was just too big an environment and nothing happened for ages, so it got a bit boring. Now, if this is a bit more fast-paced and smaller, more enclosed environments and other stuff going on, then it could be kind of interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Could be good. Could be good. Could be good. Okay. Um, what next? Todd Howard is presented with a Lifetime Achievement Award. Oh, that's kind of cool. I, I, you know, if I was Todd Howard, I, I would ask the question, am I going to die soon? I know, yeah, because he's not. He doesn't look that <laughs> he's old. Not that old. He? He's about forty odd, I think. Um, yeah. He's not that old. Yeah, so that's Lesson. that's that. I'm, I'm sorry. And also, he kind of suggests he again? isn't going to do anything. Else. No, I'll just it. remember every name of every person who's ever done anything. Todd Howard is the person that's responsible for uh, the Fallout Three, Oblivion, uh, Skyrim, oh, and Fallout. I ought to know him. Yes, he's awesome. Do you mean you didn't know who he was, Duke? Is sorry, this true, dude? You always forget that I don't pay much attention at all to the industry. Todd Hayward is, is, is quite well known for... Just, he is well he's, known. He's, 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 just, he's, he's well known for just being... He looks like a very approachable man. He's very well... He's, yeah. he's very good at cool. speaking. He, he's very good at public speaking. He nailed the Fallout 3 announcement. He nailed the Skyrim announcement. And the Fallout 4 announcement, he's probably one of the best gaming announcements I've ever seen. And he's just very good at talking. Uh, he gets it. He, you know, he, he talked about the gimmick of the Pip-Boy, and he says it was a... Uh, we know it's a gimmick, but as far as gimmicks go, this is pr- pretty fucking cool. You know, he's, he's just a very switched-on developer, and I, I think a lot of people have a lot of time for him. So, there you go. There you go. Um, yes, uh, the UK games industry receive a £730 million pound in tax relief. That's pretty good. I suppose. That's pretty good. Doesn't really mean anything to it. Maybe there's going to be more British games. Well, it means that there's more investment in British games and also it attracts overseas developers, I, I guess, to come and Getting tax develop games in the UK. little movies. What? Yeah, well, a lot of people do that, don't they? As well. I'm asking if Shinny does. Do I get tax breaks? No, not really. I get we we get like funding and stuff for things. Yeah, but it's from the government. Or from the it's from the EU usually. Oh, uh, 
All right. I was just wondering. I mean, you know, the the only question about I think it's fine. I think it makes sense for government to support the arts. Um, you know, some people would say, well, who is it that's getting supported and who is it that doesn't get supported? And is there, you know, a potential for cronyism there and whatnot? But whatever. Apparently, apparently they helped uh, 237 games. All right. To be made with tax relief, but we don't know what those games are. I mean, it doesn't give any games. It might be, it might be Undertale. <laughs> That's a good game. Uh, uh, other news now: How one Counter Strike player tricked over three thousand cheaters into getting banned. Um, is this before I start this? Is this long? No, it isn't. Okay, very good. No, it's not very long. Thank fuck for that. Um, <laughs> it's kind of cool though. What he did was really cool. Players have been using hacks to cheat at first-person shooters for years. Now the tables have turned. Counter-Strike Global Offensive uh, player Android L tricked over 3,000 cheaters into getting banned by releasing inge- in- ingenious fake hacks. Android L created th- uh, free-to-download hacks that advertised a variety of services, including aimbot, bunny hopping, wall hacks. Uh, for the use of Valve's hugely popular uh, CSGO. But unknown to the downloaders, uh, the hack Android L slipped in a few features that would ensure Valve's anti-cheat or VAC ban. Uh, I think that's like an automatic uh, thing. Uh, is that Oh, right, whatever. Uh, the hacks... Yeah, it, it's basically algorithms yeah. that are built in that recognize when people are doing stuff they shouldn't... Yeah, the hacks edit players' view angles to those that should be impossible here's one example uh, and there's an example of an angle which is like basically leaning over really really far uh the hacks also constantly give the player infinite ammo and health uh the infinite ammo and health was just another way to ensure that the users got banned android l explained uh things like ammo and health are all server side so editing them uh client side won't do anything but it will let the vac know that you're trying to change them and it will ban you for this uh over the course of two weeks android l released three hacks the first two worked on a timer that triggered the features uh vac would spot only after a certain time it's just brilliant isn't it? just 10 p.m uh <laughs> after the day of release so yeah he would release a hack everything seemed fine so they would use it more and more and then after like a day, it would trigger like the the thing that would get it noticed, which is very clever. Uh, the third hack, very clever. Uh, however, triggered a VAC ban as soon as the user opened it and joined a game. Android L's third <laughs> hack was downloaded over 3,500 times, making it the number one hack um, on one of the most popular video game hack forums. See, that's what makes me angry, that there's such a thing as video game hack forums. And the fact that this is so popular... This make this this makes me think I'm not insane for thinking that people on no. you're hacking. You know, I mean, I mean, let's be honest here. He did this for two weeks and three thousand people got banned. Saying though, I'm not too crazy. Weeks. You go forty three and two, and I'm like, dude, that's not that that's not normal. And they're like, you just suck. You should just get better. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you should just get this hack. <laughs> Uh, I'll have you go on CSGO now, Duke, and you, you're the best player that's ever played. I know, played. right? I will you're be. just used to playing people that are hacking. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, things. But it also goes to show that uh, Valve's anti-cheating stuff is working. Well, yeah, except that it took this guy making something different for it to actually work. Oh, yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> but 3,000 people, that is kind I'm of I'm glad cool, that though. they got banned. Screw them. More power to you, dude. Uh, oh, yeah. More of this. They should hire this guy. 
Yeah, someone had, I mean, a couple of people had, had sort of put messages. One, one had put, uh, this really is a great hack, but I fucked up and got hit by an untrusted. Yeah, you fucked up. And then someone else put, I got banned on casual and it didn't even work properly. Edit, this is very inconvenient as my friend has just re-gifted it to me, long story. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> moving on from CSGO Hackers, um, do you like Battle Royale, Duke? Yeah, it's a good game. Do you want, it's a good movie. Do you want, do you want a video game like that? Well, there already is Rust. Like a good yeah, well, one? This is, this is hey, kind of hey, going to be hey, similar, look, similar. Look, I'm trying not to hate you because of Undertale, okay? You don't got to talk <laughs> Rust as well. Undertale's the best game of 2015. That's the that's a preview to next week's show. Go ahead. Uh, uh, you're on an island, uh, one of 16 contestants. You only have 20 minutes to explore your surroundings, craft weapons, and kill before crap. being All right. killed. Yeah, you see, you've got his attention now. Yeah. That, premise of uh i don't know how to say that is it Xaviant? Xaviant? i have no uh Xavian. Uh, latest title the culling which you have to say very carefully uh which will arrive <laughs> on steam early access next month players will also need to scavenge various items to build traps which will enable them to kill other contestants and win the right to live before the next round starts the culling is a standalone experience with 16 player battle royale modes without a firm release date and probably won't have one for the next five years if it goes anyway like <laughs> yep i think this is a really good idea i think this could be cool. i don't think it's a new idea but it, it seems like just it's a game that's purely based on that yeah that right. and sometimes that's you just need that simplicity though yeah. don't you I mean, Jude, you can imagine Jude. No, 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 no. You don't just need simplicity. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You need a focused idea, which is what they have. That's what you're referring to as simplicity. It's a focused idea, which is good. They're not trying to do everything forever. Okay. The question is, are they going to, as Chinny pointed out, is it going to go on in development hell forever? Are they going to actually put their minds to like getting it done by a certain date? And is the gameplay going to be smooth? Are there going to be a certain number of options? They're going to try to do 700 million things in the game, and are, are they going to again, you know, make sure that it's a fair gameplay environment, or is it going to be like some people are overpowered? I don't know. It depends. I mean, the, the whole premise of it is you've got 20 minutes to craft stuff, yeah, and then you start the killing. I guess. Yeah, well, there's that sounds great. We'll see if it bears up that notion of like. I mean, you know, look. When you play uh, Global Offensive, one of the things that makes Counter-Strike unique is that everybody starts with the same equipment every time. And that's fine. But, you know, some games don't do that. You know, Call of Duty, which Call of Duty isn't quite so much like this. But, you know, Battlefield is a good example of it. So people have been playing longest, have the best weapons. That's just the way it is. Yeah, I don't, think it's, I don't think it'll be that. I think it's kind of each game starts afresh and you've got 20 minutes again. But That's... people will obviously develop strategies, won't well, they? Well, and the other question is how long does that stay interesting? Yeah, yeah. And is the map if, different uh, every time? Right. Yeah, that would be interesting. So, yeah, that's, that's the longevity thing, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I guess it all, like you said earlier, it depends on how, if it's early access or if it's early access you know how far along is this in development when they're releasing it yep yep um bungie uh asked a question to its fans or not so much its fans anymore uh they wanted to know if the people playing destiny are having fun so the people that are playing destiny received an email with a question that said how would you rate your most recent experience in destiny very fun somewhat fun not fun uh, and then the very clever person who wrote this article said, any comments? And he put in, how much fun, how much is fun going to cost us? 
you've got to think Bungie are getting desperate because obviously there's been a huge, massive backlash against Destiny, hasn't there, for the last month or so. What's happened in the last month or so with Destiny? I don't know. I don't know. I've, from what I can gather, people have just got, I don't know, pissed off with it. I think there were some issues with... Oh, because wasn't they going to release sort of seasonal things? Yeah, and nothing's and it, come. Ever since the, the, the Taken King stuff, yeah. nothing's come. They, they did that, um, like, sort of uh, race thing, didn't they, at Christmas? And I think they're doing something again uh, soon. But it's, it's, but they changed, it's really but they minimal all the stuff. Match. Yeah, and they changed all the matchmaking or something, which made it really janky. Yeah. So, and everybody's sort of thinking, oh, they're just they've just completely stopped on Destiny, and they they want to make Destiny two now. Yeah, I think they've just had lots and lots of issues, and I think a lot of the loyal fans are just going, "Do you know what?" Then you got the division that's coming out, which is sort of ticking the same boxes, and it's new and shiny, and yeah. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, there is a new and shiny game coming out very soon that I want to play. What's that? Ooh, what's that? Uh, Firewatch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I did see that. That's on sale too. Is that like poker? Yeah. No, it's no. the wandering around. You have the um, walkie-talkie in your hand, and it's the oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's written by the people that did Walking Dead. Really? Yeah, I, I think there's, there's I think there's a there's a part in it where you play poker. Nice. There's, is, there's no is there any poker in it. I, I love poker. <laughs> I don't Witness the poker. I, d- I do think, though, I'll be honest, I do think it's going to be another walking simulator type game. I don't think yeah. there's much in the way of combat and stuff like that, but maybe there will be. I don't know. Well, the trailer had more story and intrigue than any other walking simulator game that I've ever played. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be good. I'm. I'm very, I nearly, I nearly sort of pre-ordered it, because it's, is it about a tenner? I don't think it was mega expensive, was it? I don't know. I don't know. But that that is true about the um, writer of The Walking Dead Season 1. He's working on this. I think this is yeah. his babies. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, man. Uh, and that's out very soon, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know when it's out. You Google it, Stu. I don't know. I am doing, I'm doing that very thing as you're speaking now. What's it called? Firewatch. Firewatch, yes. It's, um, it's the ninth, isn't it? Yeah, nine for Feb. There you go. And it's got ten. Oh, it's thirteen pounds forty nine. So it's not it's not crazy amounts of money. So yeah, I'm I'm probably going to buy this. I would have thought. And I'm on holiday the following week, so I could probably finish this in one go. Holiday. Yes. Holiday. Yes. And it, the voice acting sounded excellent. You know, it'd be nice <laughs> if if on Steam or whatever they said, "Here's the expected length of time it will take you to finish this game." I think that would be really what nice. Why don't you go to howlongtobeat.com? Yeah, but it won't tell you because it's not out yet. Right, exactly. I'm saying I think developers... That usually fills up pretty quickly, that howlongtobeat. But why, why does that matter, though? Because it just does. I don't know. I can't give... I think, no, but why does it matter? Do you, want it, do you want it because you want to know if it's long or short? Well, I'm more likely to play a game that's going to be three to four hours than I am one that's going to be ten hours. Like, the Talos Principle, I'm not going to finish anytime soon, which is fine. I can play it in small chunks, but, you know, I might sit down and play it all in one sitting if it's going to be three to four hours. Yeah, I, th- I think... Personally, I think this will be a quite a short game. I don't think it's going to be crazy that's long. That's fine. 68. But I don't know that. I don't, don't quote Look, me. let's think about it, right? If you're going to go to the movies, you're probably going to pay, what, seven quid? What do you pay for the movies out there in these days? Ten pound a ticket. Well, there you go, ten pounds. And that's like a two-hour... Where do you go, Mr. Universe? 
That's how much they are. Do you know how much the ticket is for the cinema now? No, I don't really pay attention. Yeah, it is that's nine pound fifty or something. It's like eleven, twelve here, so that makes sense. Yeah. So the point is that, like, you know, if you, if a game's four hours and it costs, you know, ten or twelve pounds, that's you're getting value for money compared to movies. Yeah. So I don't understand. You know, I I think gamers have to recognize that. Recognize because they they think that oh well you know sixty dollar game equals a hundred hours of content that's just a silly calculation or it's not a hundred hours of Mad Max there you go there you go but yes I'm I'm probably gonna buy this I would have fall next week and these sorts of games if it is three to four hours is a nice sort of game because you can get it finished up can't you yeah you can add it on that list of yours that's the point right the feeling to finishing a good well yeah. games especially one with a good story is really important and it shouldn't be underestimated in terms of like well we gotta drag it out for the sake of dragging it out like a good story is told well not just told for a long time especially yeah, if it's pacing. Hell, yeah if there's a part of the story you're like oh i know that this isn't the final you know interaction with the bad guy because the game can't be over yet that's gonna ruin some part of the experience for you yeah, it's like oxen free. I sat down, started the game, got up and I'd finished it. Yeah. And it was nice it was a nice feeling. I mean it was still fifteen pounds. Yeah. But I didn't feel hard done to or short changed or like, you know, I hadn't enjoyed the experience for me fifteen quid. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's good. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing yeah. I don't know why you're doing that either. Uh anything else, Ginny? Um, no, I don't think so. I'd, um, I'd, poker is a video game. Poker yeah. is a video there's game. A, I, I just Googled if there's a poker game on the Xbox One, and there is, and it's the same people that made Pure Pool. It's called Pure Texas Hold'em, and I'm going to buy it. Oh, I'm going to buy it. He's got, there you go. He's going to buy it. Don't forget yeah. about Night with uh, the Telltale people. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Gladys. Um, right, well, in that case, we did... We did receive, I don't know whether you want to do this first, but we did receive a YouTube video oh, yeah. of Antonio. Yeah. I don't have a theme uh, song for this. I'll play this one that I haven't played in a while. Okay. Bitch, 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 bitch. Yeah, bitch! Um, right. Do, do you have the link to this? Because I can't play the sound over the. Nope. Okay. Where's the link? You do have the link. I emailed it to uh, you. You email me a lot of things. Hold on, I'll send it over Skype right Access now. Access email loading. Please wait. Uh, for tonight's show. Oh, here it is. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was ready. Are you gonna show the video while I'm showing the audio, or? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it probably won't be synced. It probably won't be synced. No. We could just. I uh, are you ready to start playing it, Jenny? Because I can just say one, two, three, go. Yeah. Okay. One, two, do it. Three, go. One, two, three, go. Hello, veteran gamers, and anyone in the chat or listening at home. I am GHMVs, aka Antonio Phillips, aka GH Rocky, aka fucking <laughs> lots of names on the internet. I was a bit picky and choosy before I settled on GH Rocker. Anyway, I was told last week. Uh, I think it was by Duke to um, tell people why I like the Naruto game. Yes. And you know what? I was going to send a speak pipe, but that's rage pipe now. So I've stepped it up. Rant I pipe. have recorded a video, which I've Ooh. actually edited, put some background music on, nice. just for you guys. It's just, just you whistling? The stream, if you want to... No, that's off Deadly Premonition. Face, okay. You're going to have to... Um, Shut up! 
the stream. I won't <laughs> plug it too much because it's not my show. You can go and subscribe to me though if you want. Anyway, why I like Naruto. So um, I'll rattle off a few things off the top of my head. It brings the anime to life, but I think that's pretty obvious. Um, I really, really love the combat system. You might have hated on it, Stu, but I like that. It's really different from uh, any other fighting game I play. I'm a big fan of Mortal Kombat X and the Persona 4 fighting game. And they're very, you know, 2D based, one-on-one. With this, I like the difference. I like the difference. I like fighting in a bigger area and you can jump, well, jump around. And it just fights differently because the camera normally is stationed in the middle and you have to fight um, around the camera. But it's locked to whoever's closest to the screen, which I like more personally. The boss fights are literally God of War, except Naruto, so much less blood. Uh, still the same amount of violence, but obviously blood, and it's catered to a bit of a younger audience. But literally, they're like God of War. They're that kind of scale. I love the online play. I love it, but, you know, that's not really a good argument. Um, finally, for a long time, the um, video game was actually ahead of the anime. This is the final Naruto game. So um, it's actually still ahead of the anime, though. The anime has been something called Fillers for a long time, and that's where... It's not part of the main story of the episodes. Um, I've gone over two minutes now, so I think that's enough reasoning. If you really want me to speak more, I can make another video or um, come on the show, which I'm sure I will again in the near future, hopefully. Please. Uh, Thank you for taking the time to listen to me, and see you later. All right. That was pretty good. Thank you, Antonio. Um, It hasn't convinced me, I have to say, but... He did give some interesting news. There. This is the last. Did he say this is the last Naruto game? Yes, God, I hope or so. Something? <laughs> great. That's great news. Why do you care, Chinny? <laughs> I don't really. I'm glad he made the video because it was easy to watch what he was talking about while he was talking about it. So well done, dude. I yeah, don't want to play them, but I can see why you like them and more power to you. The, the combat like he was talking about where you lock on sort of reminds me of Zelda a bit. Yeah, and I it looked. Know. It I looked just, pretty. I just didn't understand what I was supposed to be doing. It looked like so that's my it looked problem. like an anime. Oh, it looks good. It looks. It definitely looks nice. So if you're into the anime, that would probably be quite cool to see that happen in your eyes. Well, I think there's something to be said for loving a intellectual property and then having a game made from it. You know, if they made. I guess, you know, when they make a Simpsons game, like even when it's not great, like the Simpsons skateboarding, like I'll be into it because it's based on this thing I love. Simpsons, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. if they ever made a decent Futurama game, I'd be into that. If they ever make a Rocket League film, then I'll be, uh, I'll be right there. <laughs> now, I am, right, I'm going to send you another email, dude, with another link. Oh, God. I'm not so, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know. Uh, but you you only need to play it at the end of the email, so that kind of makes it a bit That's easier. the Deadly Premonition song, isn't it, that? No. Uh, yes, you I said, said that. that. Hello. I did say that. Hello. Uh, it's called, unbelievably, it's called The Whistle Song. Um, <laughs> right, here we go. Right, here we go. This this email is from Mr. Steve. Steve. Oh, he's got his own jingle now. Um, anyway, he says this. Hello. Why, 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 why did you send this to me? Because you'll see there's a little oh, link at the bottom okay. of a soundbar. Sorry. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Whoops. You don't have to play it yet. I know. I was getting ready. Amateurs. Jesus Christ. Amateurs. <laughs> anyway, he says yeah. this. Hello, veteran gamers of the world. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Uh, right. I already right said now. hello, Stu. I know, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. 
right now I'm just playing Fallout 4. Yeah, I was in there, the game. I'm I'm just wandering the wasteland. Uh, I have not started the main quest yet since I'm having so much fun killing and cooking because it's Fallout. You can eat everything that you kill. I didn't eat any people. Can you eat people? Yeah. You can. Can I have the cannibal perk? You need the Jesus perk. Christ. Yeah. Anyway, I guess you part can... Of Fallout. Hello. I guess you can say it's my Skyrim lol. Uh, I have PS4 and 360. I used to also have a gaming laptop, but it died. Aww. I know, yeah, we're sorry. Uh, I have tried watching Ice Road Truckers, and I realized that the only thing that is more boring than being a trucker driver is actually watching someone else drive. The last thing I want to do is fall asleep and hear an erhor then shit myself in my lazy chair because I thought I fell asleep driving. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be good, I guess. No. That wouldn't be good. Uh, the movie with the zombie baby was Dawn of the Dead. Yes, it was. It takes place in the mall. I agree with you guys from last week. Don't shake babies, no matter how cute it would be as a bobblehead. That's right. Lol. But really, don't shake the baby. Bobblehead. Got it. Yeah. Don't shake the baby. Uh, anyway, he carries on. I want to shout out my fiance Shannon. We are getting married on Feb the 29th. Yes, we do want to get married on a leap year. Uh-huh. And I also want to thank her for letting me flop around on top of her. I put uh-huh. her in so you can so you can play my soundbite. I would like to apologize for putting a demon seed in her. That is right. We are expecting our first child. Any tips? Any tips? You. This is your right, department. I, I You're the only, only person the one with the child. Because I have a child. But here's Legally, my anyway, I can't talk about it. I have kids that come to see me every day. I can't talk. Yeah, that's I, and I can't talk about mine. <laughs> no, I yeah. can't talk about it. Um, yeah, here's the biggest tip I can give you. Run. Right, the biggest run. tip I can give you is, yeah, run away. No, is get the baby into a routine as soon as it pops out, man. That's what you got to do. You mean as so, soon as it pops out, put it on Dota 2? Yes, put it on Dota 2. Get it into a routine. Get it earning <laughs> playing. It's a baby. Come on, don't start it. Right yeah, playing video that, games. That clicks per minute up straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get it on Clicker. on Cookie Clicker. Yeah. Just sellotape its hand to a mouse, right? <laughs> and just <laughs> just let it press every yeah. now and again randomly. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. It'll, It'll be, be only millions so you don't before even it's really... even in, like, you know, exactly. Why isn't this fetus playing games in the womb? That's what we need. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, what you need to do, right, is get, like, video <laughs> video game sounds and put, like, a speaker right next to a pregnant belly. Yeah. Play, the, and League play, of the, play the League of yeah. Legends soundtrack in, like, against the belly. Yeah, close proximity to the fetus. Yeah. That's what you need to do. No, the actually, on a more CSGO serious note. tactics guide at night. On a serious note, though, right, get the baby into a routine with, like, I don't know, going to bed, bath times, feed times, all that crap, right? And then it allows you to have some scheduled time for playing games in between all that shit. Just this, while you're, uh, I did a search for Dota 2 music. I don't think this is actually Dota music. I think this is, like, what people like to listen to when they play Dota. That's possibly true. Anyway, let's let's listen to the to the sound clip that he sent with it and see what that's all about. Yes, I, I want to find the background music for Dota Two. Don't they? Have- oh gosh. Yeah, just play this in the against the person's. Board. It's a pretty cool logo. I should. I will do that. that okay, would be, here's um, that would be the most dramatic song to to have to give birth to. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Flop around on top of them. That's very interesting. It's very interesting. Anyway, uh, we've got a few more emails, so we need to get through these. So the pots. next... No, See, not this week. They fell off, Stu. I told a joke, but no one can be fucking arsed. <laughs> no one gives Told a shit you. this week. You see, they did it last week, and now they just no don't care. Just, uh, no one cares. No one can be bothered. Anyway, next one's off Ian Chadwick. And he says this. Bloody hell. Uh, bloody hell, mate. Uh, making up for lost time, he says. G'day, guys. G'day. How are you all? Hello. All right. Australia, 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 Australia. We love you. Anyway, says, God. Uh, gosh, it was good to hear you guys again. I've not listened for a bit. My first show back was a fortnight ago, and it seems I was just in time for Ginny to make a mockery of the Aussie accent again. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I find out it's Duke's birthday. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, mate. Yes. Yeah, but where was the happy birthday recording I made especially for your soundboard tut-tut? What? He must have made something for you as a happy birthday thing last time or a year ago. Yeah, don't don't expect Duke to remember shit like that. Yeah, really. Um, by the way, Duke, I pirated your book, and it was just full of pictures of Madonna with text saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> yeah. What's all that about, man? Nice. That's <laughs> you. Uh, thank you, thank you, Jason Golliher for Dick Starspeed and Deadly Tower of Monsters recommendation. Brilliant. What? Uh, that was it. It looked, it looked really good. Would Ginny even like the look at this? What? We talked Dick Starspeed in the Deadly Tower of Monsters. Oh, yeah, that, you know, that, that, that B-movie like... sort of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That looked good. It looked good. Uh, Stu, I see IGN gave The Witness a 10 out of 10. Is it that good, really, a 10? Witness, witness. Uh, I think it's subjective, is what I would say. This Jaws <laughs> game is. He's asking your opinion. Well, my in my opinion, for the amount that I've played with it, I like it a lot, but I don't know whether I'm thinking it's a 10 just yet. You've changed. I haven't played enough of it, man. I You've changed. Enough. I thought you got a tattoo of this game on your head. I did not. That would change. Uh, it was announced that this week Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens is coming out mid-year. Oh, yeah. And, and as an Uber fan, in the words of Borat, I'm very excited. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Do any of you enjoy the Lego games that much? Or do you at least enjoy Star Wars enough to enjoy Lego humor? I... I if... <laughs> I, um... Why is that still funny? I don't know. I played the Lego Star Wars games and I enjoyed them. I thought they were very good. Um, I haven't played a Lego game for a long, long time. I just felt like they got a bit samey. Yeah, uh, but I, I really that, did. I, I trouble, really did like the last Star Wars movie. So I don't know. It's just never really been something I've interested in. But I don't know. Maybe. You see, I think I think the problem with Lego games is is exactly what you just said. It's just kind of been oversaturated, it's just like hasn't it? Done, isn't it? It's just yeah. Know. They just keep bringing them out. They're, they're kind of just the same, but with a slightly different premise well, or based on a different franchise. I watched the trailer for the 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 Force Awakens Lego game, and it's a funny trailer. Do you know what I mean? They still got that humor in yeah. there, and it, like bb 8s rolling around, and he just crashes, and it's just it, it is funny. Uh, but I don't think it's. Um, it's for me. Have you? Uh, are you in the middle of a blizzard there, Stu? No, but there is some heavy rain yeah. here. Heavy rain. Heavy rain. Uh, yeah, there is some heavy rain here, unfortunately. And because Jesus my... Christ. I know, because my conservatory doubles up as a recording studio, it doesn't work very well no. when it rains heavily. You didn't really think about that, did you? No, no, I didn't really think about that. 
it doesn't work very well. Anyway, we, we can carry on. It's not unbearable at the moment, but it can get you know, You're not the only other end of it. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, so anyway, here's a question. What franchise would you three like to see Lego tackle? That's the future. And do you... And do you like the idea of continuing with standalone games rather than putting everything into the enormously priced dimensions? Yeah, because Back to the Future is in dimensions, but I would like to see like a Back to the Future one. I would probably because the dimensions one it, it comes with all this, you know, you, you know, like the Skylanders thing where you got to buy a portal thing and you know, like a, a stand that you put it on and all this nonsense. I, I I just would want a Back to the Future Lego game. I would buy that. Do you know what I think they should do? And I think this would be kind of cool. They should tackle, like, kind of a, a really iconic horror film, like uh, Friday the 13th. They never or... they never do anything mature. But they should, though. Shouldn't they? They How cool do. would that be? Or Nightmare on Elm Street or Scream. Do you know what I mean? Because they've all got kind of very distinctive characters in the Like, I won't touch any films. franchise like that. But how cool would that be, though? Mm. I mean, come on, they've done GTA, kind of. Well, yeah, but that's a different thing, and they they didn't put GTA logos on it or anything like it that. Because it's the substance of GTA was the gameplay. Well, I thought he said, "What would I like to see him do?" Well, that's what I'd right. like to see him do because yes. I think okay. it would be cool. Well, I think uh, Lego should do a primer game where you have to make the box and then you show it to Aaron, but then he already has it, and then you have a fail safe, and then Thomas Granger shows up, and he's two of them, and he's like, "How, would, how did he find out? Did you tell him?" And you, I, I want to see and shotgun thing, and then it's like, "Oh, let's go somewhere where we don't speak the language." The end. I want to see um, a human centipede Lego game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> think about it, because the pieces would fit. Hey, what about Saw? Like, when the head comes off, it's like, boop, and yeah. it's like, yeah, Saw would be a good one. Yeah, Saw would be good because you could have like Saw type puzzles in a Lego game. Yeah. yeah, you know, and you don't, you wouldn't have to have the blood man. They just like say the head would come off. Say what would be good? Hunger off. Games. Hunger Games would be really good. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. See, there's all these cool franchises that they just wouldn't they just do because they're adult. Yeah. Adult themes. I'd like to see a Halo Lego game. Yeah, they could get away with that. Halo's you know, fun. but they'd have to do a lot of messing around to get licenses and all that jive, but I guess they've done it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a Halo game yeah, would yeah. be cool. I, I would like that. See, he's got us talking now, man. He's got us yeah. talking. Uh, anyway, also, what are your thoughts on EA pulling out of E3 this year? Really? Well, they've not. Yeah, they? yeah. They've, they're, they're doing sort of conferences around the Bethesda, E3. Basically. They're doing yeah. like, oh, fuck this shit. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah. It's sort of non-event, really. I, don't, it doesn't really... I've, I've, I think a lot of these big publishers are doing that so they get more focus and don't get lost yeah, in they all went, the other stuff that's going on. Yeah, last year, and, and we've got a few games this year, so let's do it this year. So, whatever. It, it, it for me doesn't really affect me. I don't care. No, I don't care because I don't. I, I, I'm not I like, about the, I like yeah. the E3 week, and you get all these announcements. I enjoy that. If that was to stop, I would probably have something to say. But uh, yeah, no, it's fine. They'll they'll still do thing and all this. I found out something today because I was looking at you know the Origin Access thing. Yes. I didn't I didn't realize that this War of Mine was published by EA or or something to do with them because they've got it on Origin Access. There you go. No, I didn't know. That. So. Because it's only the published games, isn't it, that are part of that, mm-hmm. as far as I know. So maybe, uh, yeah, weird. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, did so that said X-Files that. Lego. Yeah, that'd be cool. Step J said Lego cool. football. Which I think Lego football is actually totally doable. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind that of funny. Be good. 
That would be kind of funny. Uh, anyway, says, sorry for the long one, gents. Guess I'm making up for lost time. Love always. Chapstick one. Thank you, Chapstick. Thank you, Chapstick. Uh, Derek Sands, as as always, has sent us an email this week, and he says, there's two sides to every story. Three. Uh, sometimes it's three. Depends who's involved. Hello again, veteran gamers. Hello. Hello. I've recently... I have recently started listening to the same coin oh, yeah. video game podcast. Very fine podcast, I have to say. Fine podcast. Uh, after hearing recommendations from Stu and all around Diamond Geezer, Fraser Moores, uh, it took a bit of getting used to the high ratio of smut and innuendo to gaming talk. But it has made me laugh out loud a number of times, which can't be a bad thing. Lol. The most recent show was episode 150. And for better or worse, the presenters went deep into the appeal or otherwise of veteran gamers opinion divider deadly premonition yeah i thought they did an excellent job of explaining why the game is loved by some and not so loved by others they read out listener endorsements to a game including one from a certain mr s fowler whoever he is well you've got to say your piece man when you love a game so much anyway listening to the in-depth dissection of the game i wonder whether the veteran gamers had heard some evangelistic of a game in such a way that they thought they had to play it or go back to it for another try did you, did you send that to them then, Stu? Send what to them? The deadly premonition thing. Did they read something out for you? No, no. They 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 tweeted about it, and I sort of put, oh, I love that game for these reasons, and just uh, thought that it was me. So yeah. So I just replied to the one of them. I should have put, fuck that game. Yeah, you should, you could have done that. You should have put, fuck that game. This is Shin. Yeah. Um. So is there any? So has anyone ever convinced you because they've gone on so much about a game that you just decided to play? Undertale. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, good for Duke, not so much for uh, good for Ginny, even not so much for Duke, even. I'm glad I tried it. I mean, you know, whatever. Um, I don't think I would I have mean, tried Braid back in the day. It hadn't been for the no. hype. I guess that was a massively hype. I'm trying to think of one where there's been a massively hype game and then it's a major disappointment. Oh. I guess that was mm. Undertale for you, Duke. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether I'm trying to think of someone more personal than just reading stuff in the press. You know, if someone's gone to me, oh, you've got to play this. It's just amazing. I'm trying to think. There must be there must be one of those games. That oh, I'm not. Brink is the one that sort of sticks in my mind. Oh yeah, that was just ended up being terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree X, with that. XCOM is for me. Mm, XCOM, yeah. like, like Greg, was adamant that I would really enjoy XCOM and I sort of thought I would enjoy it and CP Matthew was loving it. Everybody, it felt like everybody was playing XCOM and I was like, oh man, I've, I've got to give this a go and I tried it and I thought this is good. You know, there's a level of polish here. There's, it's 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 interesting, but I don't want to play it because <laughs> turn base is annoying and I don't like it. Yeah. Apart so from in poker. Same kind of games. Yeah. Do you know what I think? The one that springs to mind for me, and it isn't in a negative way, but the golf club. Because everybody was talking yeah. about the golf club. Cool. And I'm like, do you know what? I've got to play this game because everybody's going on about how great it is. And they back in a bit. It's golf. And they were right. They were right. All those people were right. But I'm trying to think of a negative one. I'm I'm struggling to think of one where someone's got to got Yeah. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. Couldn't get into it. Yeah. You see, it's weird, right? Because people think I just buy new shiny stuff and play, but I am quite picky about what I'll play. Mm, uh, no. Mm, no. 
you you may turn down a lot of things or you may decide, you know what, I'm interested in that, but I'm not going to get it. But that doesn't mean you're picky. It just means you're more picky than people realize. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anyway, he says, um, uh, I tried to convince a friend of the merits of Portal 2 and even lent him my Xbox 360 copy. It proved to be completely fruitless, as he said he didn't enjoy it because the puzzles messed with his head. Uh, obviously, he didn't seem to appreciate the meaning of the word puzzle when I said it was one of the best console puzzle games, if not the best ever made. Uh, yeah, I, I always find that really weird. Then someone, because yeah, I'm like that with Portal Two, and I cannot understand someone who turns around and goes, "I don't like Portal 2. Ugh, those people just should not exist. They, they just suck. Yes, they just suck those people. Um, but yeah, I can. I, it's hard to understand why you wouldn't like that game. Yeah. Because I just think everybody should love that game. I don't know. Don't know what else I can say about that. Uh, anyway, we have got one final email off Jason. And it is a real email. A real email. And he says it's molded into something unforgettable. Uh, there is going to be a lot of backlash towards Peter Molyneux. And you guys need to stay positive. Remember a few years ago when Media Molecule came out on stage and had a big circle poo? Uh, well, they did. Being the most precious collaborator that I am, currently I'm attempting to bring the Little Big Planet creators together with Peter Molyneux and Randy Pitchford to create the most massive piece of shit we have ever seen. Anyway, I'm honestly excited for Peter's upcoming game, The Trail. He said in an interview that it had him jumping up and down with excitement. Personally, until I see gameplay, I will assume the trail is a path of her from his navel to his rectum infested with old dingleberries. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I'm off, gents, uh, but I truly am excited for Peter's future work, and I'm extremely excited for Media Molecule's Dreams Beta. I can't wait to mould some shit. Uh, there is co-op, so I'm expecting there might be the game to get me to start poop-socking with the boss waivers. Hell, maybe even Stu himself will step in as well. Uh, how about Goddess Wars, Ginny? Not for me, but when Poo Wars comes out, that is when I get into RTS. Happy Super Bowl, everyone. Enjoy the bean dip. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I, just I never know what to poop, say after. Poop wars a, sounds good. After a Jason Garner email, yeah. because you just don't know what... Yeah, I don't know what drugs he's on. Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> it's just like... It's like, what, what is his thought I process? don't know how he gets... I feel like he... I've said this before. I feel like he writes his emails with a voice-to-text piece of software. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is like that. It is like that. Oh my god. Um, anyway, anyway, on that note, I think it's time to do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Jesus yes, Christ, I agree. Nice. It is time to do that. It's time for a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's made me laugh. Anyway, over to you, Duke. First, we'll right, have you. I will shout out the following people. Uh, uh, Jason Gallagher. Uh, he had a thing recently on Facebook. I don't remember why, but it was a thing he was very proud of. Or something like that. Hang on a second. I'll find it. Jason Gallagher. There it is. Hang on. Uh, yeah, he was playing a duet with his daughter. I don't know. I thought there was some event or something. Anyway, whatever. Uh, spelled lose wrong. Whatever. Uh, okay, so I will th- shout out everyone listening. Thank you for listening, especially people in the Twitch stream. Yay! Thank you for joining us live. Do it live! 
And I'll shout out Stu and Chinny because they're awesome. And I'll shout out Spinfinity. He shared a thread on the Call of Duty forums about people who were talking about you can trick your PC into thinking you're using a controller and therefore get aim assist even though you're using a mouse and keyboard. So once again, I'm not crazy. People are like, oh, you just suck at this game. No, people are cheating. Not everybody. Maybe it's not fair for me to be sour because I'm losing. But, you know, look, if, I, if people are cheating, then I'm stupid not to be upset. Whatever. No, it's true. Look, we know it's true, Drew, because as that that piece of news pointed out, yes. you know, in a two-week period, right. he got 3,000 people right. banned for cheating. It's just cheating. so sad. And that, more than anything, I really do think it just makes me sad that people aren't content with the game itself, and they have to find stuff. And you know, it's not well, they want to win. They want to win. They don't care about exactly. what means. And this is the same thing I always talk to my students about. They're always talking about, well, it's okay to cheat if you don't get caught. And I'm like, no. That's the wrong way to live your life. Because is that how you feel about your boyfriend or girlfriend? Like, come on, people. Have some integrity. So anyway, um, I will shout out Mark Hanix for his sweet new tat. Uh, rest in peace to Danny. Love you. Um, yeah. And uh, everybody listening. Uh, I guess that's it. Uh, there yeah. you go. Uh, well, I'll, I'll shout out uh, Ian Chadwick. You know, chapstickle. Yeah. For coming back to the fold, and it's it's nice that you're listening again. You know, so that's kind of cool. Um, I'll also shout out Daniel Fletcher. Oh, sorry, Jason yeah. Gallagher sent me a cool video on Twitter as well. Thank you, Jason. There you sorry. go, D- Daniel Fletcher, who said uh, on Twitter, just finished listening this week. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine is the business. Okay. And he's posted up pictures of the Thomas the Tank Engine mod for Skyrim. Yeah, Have you seen this? Classic. Week? Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So I'll shout out him, obviously you guys, and and everybody who's listening, you know, because for the, especially the live listeners, you know, people who you know take two hours and whatever out of the time every Sunday to listen to us. They're not just sitting just, there, Stu, staring at the screen. No, I get that, but even so, they're just crazy. They're probably doing something you know? else, is what I'm trying to say. No, they're joining in the chat, some of them, aren't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. Crazy people, anyway. Here it is. Thomas the Tank Engine. It's, it's not got the same effect when you can't see it, but it's I so... showed that my uh, my nephew Leo. Beautiful. My my nephew Leo, who's three, who loves Thomas the Tank Engine. I showed him that, and he found that very amusing. Yeah. Uh, and I'll also shout out Smizzle UK, who is 31 today, apparently. So happy birthday, Smizzle! Yay. Otherwise known as James. So there you go. Hey, wait, I have a birthday song. He asked, he asked for that anyway. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Emily. Happy birthday to you. There you go. That's lovely. That was lovely. Oh, and GH Rocker, thank you for making that cool video. You- yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, Chinny, over to you. I, I'd like to shout out Smizzle UK uh, for a birthday um, that he had today well done yeah w- w- way to make it around the sun again yeah yeah congratulations on that hope you got some cool presents um, and stuff smizzle and i did the arc of night podcast which you're never going to listen to Stu, because you're never going to finish that game no i know i will i will do it at some point in time maybe great show. So awesome. best thing i've ever made in my life uh anyway uh i'll share it antonio not only for sending a video but we played some rocket league last week 
Yeah. Don't, don't tell me, but I bet he's very good he's at it. He's pretty good. He? Yeah, he's pretty good at it. Of course he is. Pretty of course good. he is. He's good at everything. Yes. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that. And uh, thanks for listening, I suppose. That's it. Yeah. That's it, I guess. Right, that's it then. In that case, we need to go and to bed. David Tripney, among other people, sent me the link to the uh, Frankiac search engine. Have you seen this, Jenny? Where you search for a Simpsons quote and they'll give you a still from that episode that goes with the quote. It's very cool. That's uh, That go. seems like Look. somebody made that with a lot of effort for not much reasoning. Oh, no, because it's for people like Duke who but, love well, the Except that these days you need a video clip. So really, they spent two years making it or something probably, and now it's useless because we need the video clip. What if you type in the word yes with all the frames when they said yes in the... It's like her turn, but with the Simpsons. Uh, uh... <laughs> Are we done? I think we're done. I remember the day the girls came over for bridge club. I was so embarrassed because of lingering odors. Fish for dinner last night? Phew. Harvey's still smoking the cigars? Christ, did a cow shit in here? <laughs> what the bloody hell was that? <laughs> That's from Kentucky Fried Movie. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. What, is it? Is Did that it British? I'm guessing it's British. Here? No, it's it's, it's American. Silly. It sounded. Somebody sounded British though. It sounded weird. No, nobody was British. Nobody has ever been yeah. British. No. Yeah. I don't know. You play some weird shit, you. Oh, you should hear the stuff that I don't play because I think it's too weird. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm beginning to wonder. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you ever like, get a pain in your chest or your stomach and you think, oh my God, I'm, I think I'm going to die now. And then it immediately goes and you think, I should get that looked at and then you never do anything about it. No, I'd, I'll tell you what did happen to me the other week though. And I, I actually did worry a little bit. I did worry I would at your bit. age too. I know. Because what <laughs> what happened was um, I lifted a big, right, we, we, obviously we deal with 25 kilo sacks of potatoes at work. Yeah, obviously. And you have to, like, you know, hump them up onto the sink for the girls yeah, to do the rumbling of this one. Humping. Yeah, yeah, I hump the potatoes. Like, you have to lift them up onto the sink. Again. But as I, as I lifted up the sack of potatoes, it kind of slipped and I jerked my arm, right? But I didn't, you know, when you do something, you don't really think anything of it. Mm. So, and it didn't feel like anything had happened or anything. But the following day, uh, my right arm was really hurting, yeah. right? But then I was thinking, is that because of the potatoes, or is it a sign that I'm having a heart attack? Yeah, <laughs> you know, both. You... I know, I know. I'm like, is that the potato thing, or yeah. am I going to die the soon? Di- the, the difference between being uh, young and old, I think, I, not that I'm old, but like I'm sort of 
getting to an age now. Getting older. Getting older. Getting older. I'm not old. I know people probably listen to you're not old. Yeah, I know. All right. But when I was 20 and I had a pain in my arm or my stomach or something, I would go, probably nothing. I'm fine. Right. Yeah. But now I get it and I go, it's death. It's only death. It's nothing else. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm die. I'm going to die because I don't want to get off the Xbox and I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to die. But it is true because like that pain in my arm, I'm thinking, it's probably the potato thing. But then you're also in the back of your mind thinking... But is it the potato thing? <laughs> See, the worst thing, right, because I had to make a lot of videos about um, uh, leukemia, right? And, yeah. like, the symptoms of leukemia is tiredness, right? And that's, like, the biggest one. And I'm like, oh, my God, I am tired. Especially tired. at night, I am always tired. <laughs> of leukemia. So that's, that's a getting old thing again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it is true. It is true, and it's like it's like my foot. Uh, like I have this foot issue at the moment. Let's do the old podcast, by the way. I know. Yeah, I have this foot issue at the moment where, and I've never had any. I've, the the thing that's is, just, right? Touch wood. Bad smell. I know. Yeah. Touch wood. I'm a pretty healthy guy, right? I'm. I've been off work once in 17 years, yeah. right? That's so I never that deadly I, premonition came out. I know. Yeah, it was. I did a, I did a sicky. I wasn't even sick. Um, but yeah, I'm very rarely ever ill. Yeah. I'm, I'm so so seldom ill. So when I do sort of something happens, I'm like, that's a bit weird. What's that? What's going on? That shouldn't be happening. Why is that happening? Um, and it's like this foot thing because it's like I've had it since October, yeah. and it kind of just got to a level where it's it stayed the same probably for about the last two months. Yeah. But I keep thinking, well, will it ever go? Or am I just going to have to put up with it hurting every time I put my foot down for the rest of my life? Or is it going to get worse? Suppress it, ignore it, it'll be fine. I know, that's the trouble, isn't it? It's like, you know, because it's kind of got a little bit better. That's what every doctor will tell you. And and then it's plateaued. Just ignore it. You know, so I'm like, well, what do I do? Do I just have to put up with it forever? You know what I mean? Because, and and I think it's hard for me because, like, I'm never ill. So when something does happen, I'm like, well, what's going on? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, by the way, do you, have you guys listened to the latest Infinite Monkey Cage podcast recently? I haven't listened to a... If always, uh, no. Uh, yeah, I haven't listened to a Infinite Monkey Cage podcast. Well, you should do because they're really good. Well, you should but, fuck off. But this week, <laughs> this week's topic was what is reality? Oh, God. No, I can't listen to that. Right. And... They were talking about right. Do you do you know how your vision works? You know when you look at something. You know how your brain processes. Is it upside it? down. No, it's totally unlike I thought it was. Right. Because because most people's sort of perception of vision is that you, obviously light hits your eyeball, then it hits your senses, then it goes to your optic nerve or whatever. Then your brain processes what you've seen and makes it into a picture in your head. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't work that way. Of course it doesn't. It doesn't work. No, what happens is... This is what the Illuminati want you to think. <laughs> I know. What happens is the first the first time you look at something, uh-huh. your brain builds that picture in your head. Yeah. It's called schema. But then all it does afterwards is make anything that changes, it just makes changes to the picture that's already built in your brain. 
So it does. It just updates the image, if you know what I mean. It doesn't like change any of the other stuff. It only changes the stuff that's changed. That makes sense that's, because that's why it's so hard for it's so important for us to look at things carefully each time, rather than just assuming we know the thing based on what we see when we look at it. Yeah. So it does. And the other thing that it does is because of obviously. Now, again, I remember last time you were describing something in the Infinite Monkey podcast, and I was quite certain that they described it in a different way. And Stu was mangling it in the translation. And there may be some of that going on here, but whatever. And this is this. And, and I was just coming to the bit that hardly Dan's. There's an Intel processor in your brain. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're, we're living half a second ahead of what we see. So everything you see is half a second ago. Does that kind of, so everything you look at is half a second ago, but your brain processes it in a way to make you think that it's current time. Okay. So, for instance, they were saying that what was one of the most interesting things said, if you imagine playing baseball and someone pitches a baseball at 95 miles an hour at you, because it takes half a second for your conscious brain to perceive that, image of the baseball coming towards you i.e it's half a second ago when you actually your brain's registered it it's your unconscious brain that takes over to hit the ball and then your conscious brain catches up it's just honestly you just need to listen to it it makes your head hurt it's it's, it is really brilliant but obs there's a thing called like frame delay is it basically like that Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Basically like that, but it's not your brain. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love I love the Infinite Monkey Cage. It's my favourite podcast. It's just so interesting. My brain is um, actually <laughs> twenty seconds behind in front. Is it? I don't know. Is it? Yeah, you just don't know, do you? Anymore? Yeah. My brain filled with strawberry Jello. But they were also saying this is Rob, the other interesting. Sue's brain is running on Windows ninety five. They were saying this is interesting <laughs> because. Each person has their own sort At least of XP. built. <laughs> yeah, XP. Uh, each person has their own built-up, obviously, environment in their brain of everything they're looking at. So, in a way, you can't have a shared experience like seeing a ghost, for instance. Although they didn't believe ghosts exist, so it didn't kind of. You know work. why? Because they don't. I know, yeah, that's what they said. That's what they said. But it was it's really interesting. I think the, the trouble is it, you've got all these really intelligent people trying to explain all this really technical stuff to lay people like me and you guys. And hey, don't include me in your lay. It's difficult to, to comprehend some of this stuff they're talking about. Yeah. But very interesting all the same. But I thoroughly recommend The Infinite Monkey Cage to give it a listen. Nah. It's, it's so, so good. <laughs> no, it's, it sounds interesting, but I don't think I can hack that when I'm driving to work at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Honestly, you'll not regret it. It's good. I they just want to listen to on. people talk about video games. Oh, they have a comedian on. It's always funny as well. It's quite a funny show. I like space stuff. Oh, well, they talk about that, obviously, as well. They talk about that. Uh, one of the most interesting shows, they did one on forensic science. That was very interesting. You know, and they talk. Did you? No, no. Forensic science on the earth. But did you know, for instance? God, did you know, for instance, they have ever. they have dead pigs uh, dotted about major cities, dressed in clothes. That's bollocks. It's true. Talk it's absolutely true. So in in like New York and and London and places like that, they have dead pigs uh, put in different places, like in different buildings, in suitcases, in uh, boxes. Uh, 
in clothing and then they can study how they decompose in different places and and how it affects the environment that they're in so they can study yourself like infinite monkey cage is just a big hoax podcast that i know <laughs> it's not it's it's really really good honestly the, the shows are so interesting it's very very cool anyway that's i think that's about it really so yeah there's my yeah, recommendation the dead pigs it's... podcast we're all done thanks for listening <laughs> people it. we're all done thank you for listening good night good night dead pigs sleep tight dead pigs Ha, ha, ha.